Rudan, light. What am I going to do? What we're going to do is the book club, but from a different place. What's up, Internet? My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. And this is the Nerdy Wordy Book Club, mm -hmm. episode 16, The Cha Shadow Rising, episode 1, 16. chapter 1 through 15. Through 15. Wow. What the freaking section you guys gave us. Um, thanks for <laughs> including uh, a little bit of everything all of the time. Because, uh, wow. Wowie! Um, <laughs> I just want to say, if we are live, can someone in the chat please let us know? Um, I can let us know. Hang on. Okay, it looks like we're, it looks like we're going. It looks like we're going. Awesome. Oh wait, Max <clears throat> is waiting. Why? Tell me why. I'll exit and I'll go back in, just so in case we are in live. Case there's anything in chat, we're According live. To the chat, we are live. Um, y'all, welcome it. to my childhood home. <laughs> uh, we are currently in Calgary. Mm -hmm. uh, next Thursday, I actually turn 30. Yeah. And so Calgary Fan Expo uh, is this weekend. Yeah. And then next week is my birthday. So we are in the uh, slightly different location. We don't have all of our usual gear. We don't have many sound panels. So if the audio is a little bit worse, mm -hmm, we're mm -hmm. so sorry. My mom's office is not built for streaming. Um, <laughs> it's okay. We can like move the microphone in a little bit if we want. But uh, yeah, next next. Next Friday will be the day after Nerdy's birthday, yeah. um, so if he's a little hungover, you know, no judgment, no judgment. <laughs> the weather is cold, Toshiba. Yes. <clears throat> the weather is cold. Currently snowing. Um, thank you, Calgary, for uh, being um, nothing if not consistently inconsistent. Spooters says that we need to switch places, but Fine. here's the problem. Okay, so the reason why we're in the place of air is her chair is higher, um, and my chair is lower, and I'm taller, and also she's closer to the mic, which helps the audio. Yeah, people don't like change when we swap spots. Right, because you usually sit I on the I usually left. sit on that side. Should we flip the the video for them? <laughs> that would be that that would be weird. <clears throat> this is Brian Ellie says this is Nerdy Thor's Two Rivers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This yeah. Is. Well, this is our Two Rivers, I guess. Yeah, our Two Rivers. We're actually both from the same We're both hometown. From Calgary. This is just my house. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Shadow Thanks Rising. For us. <clears throat> chapter one. Chapter one. Um, wow, what a happens. section. Yeah. What, a, what a dang section. <clears throat> what a time to be alive. So, chapter one has four points of view. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah you know what? Actually, before we get into chapter one, how do you feel about The Shadow Rising so far compared to previous books, the starts of previous books? Um, <clears throat> so, I, they're definitely all in the same place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're going to have to be on top of chat because I can't see it at all. Mm -hmm. um, they're definitely... Like, they're, they're all in the, at least in one place, which is nice, but it is definitely, I think, the quickest start mm -hmm. to any of the books. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, <clears throat> what's will, what's weird about these 15 chapters is they remind me very much structurally of book one. Yeah? Yeah, because of the way that, like, it takes place in one place and all the characters are there, it, it actually kind and of reminds me. And then there's a attack. Yeah, well, but, like, structurally, it, it felt like... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, obviously the attack from the miasma uh, isn't quite like the Dark Rider showing up, but it kind of feels that way. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the Trollk attack, it just, it was interesting. It felt like, it almost felt like we were starting over from this point because we were echoing book one again. Yeah. And I liked that. I was like, oh, okay, we're moving on to something new. It's a new beginning. Yeah, which I yeah. thought was really cool. Um, <clears throat> So chapter one, we start with Min. She's made it to Tarvalon. Yeah. This honestly, guys, we read so much. This feels like I read this weeks ago. Oh yeah. I'm like, what even? Like that was that was last month, wasn't it? Like, it's so wild. Um. Um. And so Min, uh, Min has been uh, shows up to Tarvalon, and she's very demanding. 
yes. of Suan's time, and she gives her full name, which is Elmendriada. Da, 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 da. Elmendrida? Yeah. Uh, Elmendrida. Yeah, yeah. It's like, which, oh, wow, yeah, I understand why you shorten that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's a mouthful. Elmendrade is too long. Yeah. And like, I don't know, I feel like my my name is like kind of long and I wouldn't want it any longer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so um, Elmendrida uh, makes herself known mm-hmm. and Sawan is like, all right, get that girl in here. We gots to talk. And as Min is crossing the hallways of the White Tower, mm-hmm. she starts seeing some stuff. She starts seeing some, some masks covered in blood. She starts seeing the omen of death. Yeah. She starts seeing the White Tower kind of uh, surrounded by people who are going to die soon. And all on the same day. Which I don't know how she knows that. Her, her, her like, power is intuitive. She's like, I don't mm-hmm. know how I know these things, but when I feel like I know them, they happen. I'm like, well, that's nice. Yeah, absolutely. That, that, that's convenient. <laughs> yeah, and so we, what, what do you think that means? Or, or, or better yet, who do you think is going to attack the White Tower? Because I would have said, um, I would have said the White Cloaks, except... Two points of view from now, Warhol is in the two rivers. They're in the two rivers, yeah. Um, we um, know that the Sanchen are still around because they're the next point of, or uh, sorry, three points of view from now. We get the Sanchen. Yeah, the Sanchen though are are still <clears throat> so far away. Mm-hmm. Um, my guess, my guess is the Sanchen, just because I'm pretty sure Min saw a collar on one of the Aes Sedai. Oh. So that but was that on one of the Aes Sedai who dies. I don't know. You know what I mean? Because like the, those events don't aren't necessarily related. I it seemed like the way that this was written, everything was like going to happen on the same day. Like she was seeing like a certain day's events. Um, so I'm gonna turn up the recording level for people. Maybe that'll help. Let me uh, chat. Keep letting me know uh, if there's a problem with the audio. Yeah, guys, this is a totally new setup. Yeah. Let us know if there's any problems, please. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree with that. I think I, I think it'd be interesting if it was the Sanchen. I just don't know how the Sanchen get to Tarvalon. You know what I mean? Like, it, it feels like when um, Sawan makes the comment about uh, the, the, the White Tower being too far upriver for the Sanchen to just get there without them knowing. I, I, I understand that, right? Like, it would yeah. be very odd if, unless there's like the waterways in which like they can like you know go through a cave and a beach and end up in the middle of Tarvalon. Yeah, I don't know <clears throat> either. Maybe but the Sanchen are really good at finding North Harbor. I don't know. They seem a little uptight. I don't. I don't think that that's their strong suit. Um, <laughs> I don't know. They, they like walk around nude. I, I feel like the Sanchen are pretty sexually liberated. You know, it, uh, in in some ways, and then you know, collared up in others. Everyone just has the same kinks. Um, I don't know. It seemed like the collar thing, I was like, okay, well, it feels like it's going to be the Sanchen. Like, honestly, like, maybe Min is seeing, like, like book 12. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so it's, it's hard for me to tell. Because I, I feel like the White Cloaks are not a big enough threat to the Aes Sedai. <clears throat> and so it's either, it's either that there's enough Black Aja that they mm-hmm. can let in an army or at least a bunch of like withdrawal and such and then some are like taken to the Sanchen? Well, but we've already seen the Black Aja get Grey Men into, into, into Tar- the White Tower. Yeah. And you know, we, we we're later on we're gonna talk about how the um the Forsaken gets a full army of Trollocs into the stone. Yeah. And like 
to Bran's bedroom without him knowing, right? Yeah. Like the, the the horn is sounded too late in that situation for them to really hold back that tide. Yeah, uh, and he's in lucky a clean he, way. He's lucky he saw that gray man. He's lucky he has the ability to destroy everyone in a certain radius with lightning. Yeah, yeah, um, that was. <clears throat> but we'll get to that. We'll get to uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. Um, Min Min is like, all right. I've, I, she goes to saw a swan. Lien recognizes her and is like. To see you, girl, and yeah. like, I, I don't want really to yeah. Well, and also Gowan, yeah, Gowan and Gowan. Oh my God, Sarah. Gowan. I think it's like Sarah. the most normal name. But the H is moved. Yeah, it's like, all right, that's fine. Yeah, um, yeah Gowan is like, oh, Min. It's like, oh, okay, no, oh, I like, I don't know, I, <clears throat> I, 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 he seems like such a sweetheart. He but... doesn't know she's like, undercover though. Like, no, like, no, no, he's, no he's not. He's not being mean. He's like, hey, we're, we're friends. No, he has no idea <clears throat> what's happening right now. Um, I also love that uh, she runs into Falane, and Falane is like, I don't know who you are, and she's like, Min's inner monologue is like, girl. Uh-huh. We have met multiple times. Yeah, you can see it. Fine. <laughs> Timothy Juvet, thank, thank you, you so much. Super chat. Uh, first time watching live, love your work. This is my favorite book of all time. <laughs> thank Ooh. you. This one is a lot of people's favorites, and so I'm, I'm, I, I can't wait. This section was <laughs> large and in charge, but like it, it's, it's. I see what they're setting up, and like that's cool. Yeah, and Gawain, Gawain is really concerned about Elaine, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think is weird that uh, like. I don't really understand why. What do you mean? He well, says why. Yeah, but like he's literally like before I was I could like walk. I had already sworn my life to protect Elaine's basically. You know what I mean? Like sure, but that's his job in life. If sending women to farms to be punished is like an Aes Sedai thing, because it, it's actually this isn't the first time we've heard of this, right? Like Moraine brings up that there's a chance that she'll get sent to a farm to be punished, right? That's something we've heard right. as like a thing that the Aes Sedai do. Mm-hmm. It seems odd to me that that is such an unbelievable thing, considering they're they were being punished. Like if they were sent to the farms and no one knew why, I think I would be more on board. But he's like, I don't know where this farm is, and I was like, Are you supposed to? Like, dude, is the punishment farm like a? a well, that's why, a secret? that's why I don't think anyone else in the White Tower is, like, suspicious, right? They're like, oh, this makes sense. But because he's, like, <laughs> No, because Elena's also, like, I need to find a farm. Okay, but Elena has literally everything in her entire life that she's worked towards, like, hinging on this one person. I yeah, also okay. completely understand why she is digging deeper, you know, like... I, I guess it's just the only time we've ever seen Gawain be mistrusting of authority. And so I think I, I, I was surprised... Yeah. Because I, I, I think that just Sawan has never really given him a reason not to trust her up until now. Yeah. And so I, I wasn't sure where this, like, sudden mistrust um, uh, is coming from. It just yeah. seems out of character for him. I think I, if Galad had been the one to be more suspicious, I think I would have bought it more. Really, I don't know. It, to me, I'm like, uh, like if I was Gawain, I would, I would, I would be suspicious. Lightfoot says Gawain would normally uh, go with her everywhere, sort of like a warder. That makes sense. Yeah, like he has been separated from her when they like seem like they have done everything together since birth, basically. And yeah. him being kept in the dark in these things is probably really tough for him, especially because Elaine had just disappeared. Gunnigar says you guys do remember that the farm story is not true, right? Yeah. Yes, we're not dumb. We're, we're wondering why Gawain is being so like um, suspicious of. Well, actually, you know, it might actually come down from his mother's suspicion. 
right? Well, like, it's it not might suspicious. be more Jace's um, suspicion leaking in. And, and yeah, but, and also, Elaine had just recently disappeared mm-hmm. and, like, been in danger. And so sure. the fact that she is, like, gone again with, like, you know, not, like, the, the strongest evidence or, like, story to back it up, right? It's just kind of the Emmeline's word, and you have to take it as it is. Um, yeah, but that's, that's, that is, that, that is my thing, right? Like, he would have been raised in a royal family. That's how things work. That would be his experience. I, I think just that that's think... why it's, it, it just kind of was surprising to me that he was like, I don't trust Salon. Well, I also I like, don't right. think Elaine has kept anything from him in her that's whole life thing. until the White Tower. Yeah, and Which if, then makes him suspicious. If, if he was being sent to a farm, why wouldn't she get to say goodbye, I guess, makes sense. Like, maybe that is what really leans into it. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of things here, like, mm-hmm. where, you know, if it was one of any of those things, I'd be like, mm, okay. But it's so many things that yeah. I, I, you know, I, I buy into it. Um, um, but yeah, yeah so he, he vows... calls out Min. He's like, hey! Yeah, and he vows that he's going to do something. I'm curious... Uh, I, I thought we would see that in this section, but after this first chapter, none of these characters come back um, for, yeah. the, for today. For today. Um, so uh, Min wants to go to Rand, because girl, girl's, got, girl's got bit by that She's love bug. She's got it bad. She's got it bad. <laughs> um, and uh, so she uh, tells Swan, who uh, she sees an aura of Swan lying naked on the ground. Not sure what that means. Um, and uh, she she's like, I want to go see Rand. And Salon's like, or, hear me out. You work for me now. Yeah, yeah, And you don't have a choice. Yeah. And you can't leave. And Min's like, god damn it. Yeah. I hate like, these Aes And like, fair. Like, god, I wouldn't like the Aes Sedai either. No. Jesus. I'm like, I'm like on <laughs> Min, uh, Moraine and Salon's side. Because like, I know that, that the evil must be defeated. towards good. But god, do they make it hard to be on their side. Like, if, like, they, like... The Emmerlin's like, yeah, so you're going to wear dresses now, you're going to grow your hair out, you're going to change your personality, you're going to be a completely different person, and you're going to fucking suck it up. I'm like, wow, yeah, I, I wouldn't like you either. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so uh, we, we cut over to Aleda's point of view. Mm-hmm. Aleda is also in Tarvalon, uh, and uh, um, Aleda immediately recognizes Min as well. Yep. Because Min... Elena knows. Elena, but here's the thing I love about this section, is that we find out that Elena, not Black Aja. No, no, but she she does have her reasons for things. Okay, so I'm turning it down just slightly, because when we both talk, we're peaking Can you it. just turn the microphone audio down? Sorry. I thought I knew how these things work. Um, Sorry, y'all. It is, uh, the audio today is going to be a work in progress. But yeah, yeah. It's hard because we don't have our We're going to do our best. Um, yeah, Aleda, not Black Aja, which not, is interesting. Not Black Aja. Unless, unless the book does something which I hate, which is where they have characters lie to themselves in their own head to try and trick the audience. No, no, no. I no, find no, no, no. that to be like, it is the worst kind of storytelling to me. Oh, no. I don't think, I, I do not <clears> think that <throat> that's where this is going. Um, um, Andrew Smith, thank you for the, thank you for the super, super chat. Super duper chat. Thanks for uh, coming over from the dusty wheel. Um, yeah, yeah. We're, we're loving this journey so far. And we love uh, the innkeeper and everyone over there. It was such, it like, was, honestly, so much fun. It was a lot of fun on the dusty yeah. wheel. We will probably be back. Uh, so, uh, Elena is basically trying to take down the Amarlin right now. She doesn't trust her, thinks she's making bad calls. Yeah, which, like, kind of fair? Yeah, and what I what I appreciate about the end of the chapter is she kind of reveals what she's thinking to Alvaya Ryan, and um, <laughs> uh, and uh, and I said I have the White Aja, you know, the law keepers, the truth seekers, 
And the white, uh, the white Aja's response is not like, you crazy, like what was you doing? She's like, you know what? You might be right. You don't have enough evidence yet. You know what I mean? It, this, this very much reminded me of Law and Order when like, you know, the, one of the characters comes in, there's like, I got the guy. And they're like, but you don't have the evidence. Um, it felt very much like yeah. that, and I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, I want Aleda's Tarvalon SVU. Dun, 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 dun. Oh my god. <laughs> that would be so dry. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I, I, I appreciated the, the little tidbit about how she's like, I doubt anyone would remember that Moraine and Sawan were friends once upon a time. Yeah. Like, what? That is confusing to me because like, like, cause she's like, I was, cause is Aleda the only accepted that made it to Aes Sedai from that like chunk of people? Like it. No, Aleda trained them. She was one, she was, she was already Aes Sedai. I thought she said Aleda <clears throat> was accepted when they were novices. And yeah, and she, she like trained them. So she remembers because she was like the she was like above them and was like handling yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like wasn't a full eye supply at that point. Which is why well, I would like, assume she would have been raised first. Unless Moraine and Swan like blew yes, past her. But. but as soon as the the girls became accepted, they like kept a distance in front of other people. Mm -hmm, yeah, yeah. Or was it when they became Aes Sedai? I don't remember. It's one of the two. Uh, but either way, it's the yeah. same thing. I, 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 yeah, I love this idea that they were like... She's like, nobody else remembers, but I do. I, but, like, it, it makes me wonder if they had, like, a public falling out that they, like, concocted. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know, like, in high school movies when, like, the characters need to, like, pretend to hate each other, so mm -hmm. they have, like, a big blowout in the hallway? Mm -hmm. I really want season two of the show to show their, like, fake blowout in the hallway. I want to, like... I want, I want it. I want them to cast Young Moraine and Young Sawan. I would love and that. And we get, we get, like... Young Aleda watching, young Aleda and young Leandrin watching the two of them like hurl air at each other in the hallway to pretend to not be friends anymore. Oh my god, that would actually be so fun, like 15 year old. You know what would be kind of great? Would what? be a prequel show to this that is like the young Aes Sedai. And it's Great. like Moraine, Sawad, Aleda, Leandrin, all when they're like accepted. Oh my god. And it's like high school... No, like nonsense it's like Riverdale it's like oh and you get to see like um girl like girls getting Riverdale. yeah yeah but it, it, I'm sure some of this will be in the Wheel of Time but you could do yeah. it in like a, like a sitcom mm -hmm. set in the Wheel of Time where like girls become green Aja and then like fight over which men they're gonna like bring into their little harems I think you could have so much fun with it oh you totally could and because it it's not be ridiculous right but because it's not the Wheel of Time story you could uh, be a little bit more fast and loose with it and get like uh -huh. and like really like Chad Almost is, parody the show. The, Chad is saying there's actually a book called New Spring. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, we, we own that book now. We bought all the books. We now. bought it, all of the books. Yeah. Nerdy walked into chapters and was like, you know what? Just gonna get them all. Michael says, and it's a musical. I would love that. We should create the more Raymond Sawan parody musical about their young lesbian love in the White Tower. Oh my god. Wow. Wow. Um. <laughs> Uh, that would another, be fun. Need another actress. Who we have to move to, on. Yeah. There, this is going to be a 20 We're hour show. We're only in the freaking chapter one. It's 11.26 already? Yeah. There's, been... Guys, there is so much that happens. Oh, no. What? We're not recording. I'm going to have to figure that out later for the podcast. Um, oh, we might have to download the stream. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dane Bornhold is uh, going to... Press record. So at least to... I don't know if this computer can handle that. Okay. Then we will just download the stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, uh, Dane Bornhold, 
Uh, Stig's me, thank you for that super chat. Um, we are in Calgary, and yes, the Nerdy Lock will continue soon. We're just trying to figure that out right now. Um, <laughs> vacation's tough. Um, uh, Dan Warhol is in the Two Rivers with Ordieth and Bayer. Yeah. He does not or like Ordieth, and they're gonna go mess up Emmons Field. That's it. <sighs> yeah, I mean, does anyone like Ordieth? Ordieth, he's, like, Pat and Fane is literally like, I told him I would go do it. <laughs> yeah, is it Pat and Fane? I, yes. I, I still think it is, but I don't know. Yes. Because yes. they mentioned the... But because the Sanchin ship mentioned the ship that got back to the Empress, I, I'm almost, like, not sure that it's Pen Fane now. Because I, I think Pen Fane might have made it back to... Because no, that was his goal, right? I am 100% positive that it is Pen Fane. Because no one else would, like, mutter to themselves that they, like, promised they would go do this if yeah. Rand didn't show up. You know what I mean? Like... I, it really feels like a 50-50 to me right now. All right. It's like 99-1 for me, but that's I, all right. I think there's like a chance that like Pat, maybe Pat and Fane has been split into two personalities. But like physically? I don't know. Um. Oh, uh, but we do get the reveal that Ordeaf means Wormwood. Because he's Grima Wormtongue. No, no, no. We we did get that in the previous book. Oh, but it was just at the very beginning and then never mentioned again. But yes, right, right. it is. Yeah. Wait, do you think Ordeaf is going to be mentioned in this book again? Or will this be another book where he's mentioned in the first chapter and no, never again? No, because we know Perrin is going to the Two Rivers. Right, right, right. So, right, right, right. yes, he will. But well, no, we know that Perrin <laughs> wants to go to the Two Rivers. We don't Whether know what's or not he happen. gets there, yeah. that is another question. He wants to go sure. through the ways, so like anything can happen. Yeah. Uh, and then we go to Lady Suroth. She has taken hold of some islands. She's got uh, naked people everywhere. Yeah, the Sanchin uh, POV chapter was kind of cool. Obviously, I hate them so yeah. much. Like, the way that she just thinks about the other people around her, like, she's just like, I shut out this conversation because it's not worthy of my mm -hmm. brain power. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Awful. That is a level of cocky that, like, I don't know if I've ever seen before. Yeah, I'm just, like, I'm too... I'm too aware of my surroundings. Like, you see me, I'm constantly looking around. I don't like not knowing what's going on around me. I'm mm -hmm. a very, like... To the point of getting distracted from what I'm doing. Um, mm -hmm. And so I couldn't do that. Especially if people were naked and they were, like, attractive. Like, that would be very hard for me. I, I would tell hot. people... Honestly, I would tell people to put clothes on. So I'm like, guys, I can't, like, we have to get stuff done. I know, I yeah. I can't be surrounded by naked people all the time. I know, like, it would be so distracting. Like, I just, like, people wear, like, normal clothes, and I'm like, Dang. God damn. You're in this white outfit. She looks great today, y'all. And, like, God yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're, we're about to go, like, put you in a bunch of latex and... Yeah. For Comic-Con. For Comic-Con. For Comic-Con. Comic uh, just to be clear. <laughs> Um, one thing I wanted to bring up about this chapter before we move on, mm -hmm. Galad mm -hmm. is heartsick that Egwene is gone. How oh, cute. Yeah. I'm excited, cute. I'm excited for them to finally go on a date and it just be And Egwene is like, oh no, 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 thank you, next, thank you, next. I, I can't wait for like the scene of Elaine and Egwene after the date where they sit down and Elaine's like, so, how was it? And Egwene's <laughs> like, he's very pretty. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's dumb. <laughs> he might be. He uh, very well might be. Um, uh, Metheny, uh, thank you for the super chat. Uh, in case you don't remember that lady, she's the one who got Egwene from Leandrin. Yes. Hi, Lady Surat is the dark friend. My Wi-Fi is... Nard. Dead. Our are not I... the Wi-Fi. Well, no, I'm on data. <laughs> You're I... on data? Because I haven't been able to... No, 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 do not stream the whole... Babe, you are going to run I out of... I chat. And just do it on... No, stop. You cannot... Be on data for a two and a half hour live stream. Sorry, Chad, if you want to talk to me, uh, you can't. Oh my god. Uh, Metheny, thank you for the super chat. 
Um, I just read that. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, there were two things happening at once. All right. Thank you, Mephany. Whispers in the pattern. Perrin and Fail apparently just they're they're a couple now. It's kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. But also kind of not. Well, the relationship drama of Perrin and Fail is. It's wild. like the OC or something like that. Like I like yeah. Um, uh, Rockmage, we don't know the Wi-Fi password. Uh, so our, my devices are just connected from the last time we were here. We can't, um... My phone is not connected. <laughs> so we, we don't know what the Wi-Fi password is. And my don't brother isn't it. awake yet, so we can't ask him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't worry about it. Because my parents don't know either. Yeah, um, it's fine. So Perrin and Fael are just chilling. Yeah. Uh, Fael is, like, putting on the, like, ask me to stay. And Perrin's like, if you want to go, go. And she's like, no, but I want you to ask me to stay. And he's like, if you want to stay, stay. And she's like, no, but I need you to ask me. And he's like, I'm not going to ask you because your life is in danger and oh, I love you. God. And I was like, oh my God, this Victorian romance. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Definitely feels a little dated, that's for sure. Um, no, no, this still happens. I've had this exact conversation. And, and it, this is always, to me, this is always the precursor to a breakup. Yeah. I have always broken up with a girl after this conversation because I've realized that like it was nicer than playing this game. But this game is still played. This is this is not something that humans stop doing. Alright, fair enough. Ugh, people. Um No. Yeah, it's I mean that's basically what it is though. it's I I don't mm. the whole parent file thing throughout this was just felt like the a weird romance drama from like somewhere else like you know what I mean like really I, just... I loved it really oh, I God. <laughs> the the parent fail stuff because I love parent a book parent to me is maybe my favorite character he's um, great I love him so much and I empathize with him here like I too would be in the position of like you have to go like I and I've been in this position not in the exact same way but like I can really relate to what's going on with him or like I've broken up with girls because I've been like look like I love you like I want to be with you but you and I don't want the same thing, right? Like, you want kids and I don't want kids. And yeah. even though right now things are good, I don't want to waste your time knowing that long-term there isn't a relationship here. Yeah. And obviously that is not to the same level as the dark one is hunting me and is going to murder you. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it is clearly a different thing, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, I, I've been in parents' shoes and been like, I had to have that conversation where I'm like, look, like, it, it's not that I don't love you. It's not that I'm, like, unhappy. It's that the long term of this is going to hurt you more. Mm -hmm. And so I need to cut this off now. And obviously it's very different in some ways, but emotionally I feel like it's very similar. And so I relate to Perrin a lot here, and I think that yeah. he's he's doing his best. He just doesn't have the tools to like communicate properly with mm -hmm. her. Yeah, yeah, I, I will agree with that. Especially when his ax comes to life and starts trying to murder him mid-conversation. Yeah, you know, that's a tough thing to deal with. I'm surprised Fael was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> It's like, that axe, it's too much for me. That's the line. No, she wants to stay in the room, and he, like, literally has to, like, fight the axe and, and push her, her out at the, the same, same time. time. I'm like, come on, come on. Yeah, he's like, I couldn't have done what I did to, like, stop it if you had been there. Um, um Chad is saying that Fael is 14? What? No. Oh, I don't like that. Never mind, I take it back. No, she's not. Like, there, there's no mention of age at this point. So. I don't think there's a mention of age, yeah. No. Chad's saying that she was written to be 14, but then he aged her up later. No, she's 18. 
She's 18. She's 18. You know what, chat? Here, here's what we're going to say. She's 18. She's 18. That's, that doesn't matter. I don't care. Or, um, when I was reading Game of Thrones, uh, I told myself that years meant different things in Westeros than in our world, and that Missende was, uh, that every year in Game of Thrones was two years in our world. So, so Missende was, was 18. 18. Good call. Yeah. Because I did, I, I had to headcanon it because I was like, wait, Daenerys and Missende are 14 and 9? And they're, no, no, they're 18. And 20. 28. Yeah, no, just they are, everyone is of age. Yeah, everyone's 18. Yeah, I also just... Much like fanfiction.net, everyone in this sex scene is 18 or older. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Everyone in this chat, 18 plus. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, oh okay. wow. Um, like so, oh. yeah, so Perrin beats up his own axe. Uh, until it just kind of stops fighting him. Yeah, I think, I, I, I don't I can't really... wait for this scene in the show. This... <laughs> No, no, this is something that you could, this is something the show could do without cause, without it being so expensive. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the For cards sure. are going to be more tricky. Yeah. But the, the axe fight, actually, I think will be really cool mm -hmm. live action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking of the card fight, Matt, he's gambling, but he's not playing dice, so he's not winning as much, but he's still winning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and, uh, the cards come to life and attack him. Yeah. There's some like really awkward conversation beforehand to mm. really set the scene of how much um, noble people suck. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay, all right, yeah, I get it. Um, and yeah, and then the cards just attack him. The Amberlynn like just like stabs him. Uh, yeah, I, I like that the cards are based on like the nobles of the time. Yeah, so they're painted differently. Yeah, depending I would love on a deck of cards that has like a painting of like the actor who plays Ran and Salon. And whoever they cast is more gays. Yeah, like, that'd yeah. be a fun deck of cards to have. Oh, God, yeah, that would be awesome. <clears throat> I'm sure Comic Con next year will be, or uh, Jordan Con next year, you'll be able to buy that. Yeah, someone on Etsy probably has that, right? Yeah, maybe we'll print them and we'll sell those at our booth. We would have to have an artist because none of us can. That's true. Draw. No, they'll be my hand drawn versions of the actors from the show. Nobody It'll be so that. awful. Yeah. There'll be like three of them. They'll be very expensive. Yeah, They'll be limited edition. That's going to be horrendous. <clears throat> All right. Um, so Matt, yeah, Matt, they do have some interesting conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, Matt has apparently slept with every uh, woman under the stone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's very horny. Yeah. I'm and, like, yeah, you know what, Matt? Get it. I just, you, you've had it rough. Um, and uh, the, uh, the Lord Adorian mentions rumor that Rand is going to be starting a war with Ilian soon. So that's interesting. Mm -hmm. um, Matt's like, no. The cards start to attack him, and Matt fights them off because luck. Yeah, basically. Uh, uh, and I love mm -hmm. that when he like stabs them, they just like turn back into normal cards, like stabbed against the wall. Mm -hmm. um, Rand, uh, Rand's point of view now, because Rand is also in this chapter. Because every chapter in this section has like six point of views. Yeah. Rand is dreaming of Moraine and the Amaryllis seat, uh, trying to put a leash on him. Not great. Not, not, not great. You know. No, we don't love that. Don't. Um, unless it's like temporary and consensual, then it's great. Um, uh, while the Forsaken, uh, you know, th there's there's some darkness there. There's uh -huh. some stuff going down. Uh, and then he turns around and there's a lake and Min and Elaine are taking their clothes off while Egwene is standing there like, oh, are you really, really? You're going to look at their naked bodies? And he's like, I know. It's really yes. hard not to. N n no, yes. Oh, man. Yes. How much would it suck, though, mm -hmm. to, like, fall in love with somebody, yeah. and then, like, 
you have a dream about what they look like naked. So like the first time you see them naked, it's not actually the first time you see them naked. What? Yeah, because because it's a magic dream, right? So you would assume that Is like it accurate. It might be like because I I've definitely had dreams about people I haven't seen naked and then seen them naked, and I was like, huh, no, I was very wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you think Rand's gonna have like a weird moment and be like, huh? And then he's like, wait, what? Like, oh, I, oh, I, want, I want that scene so much. I, I want that. I want that so much. The first time Elaine like disrobes in front of him, he's like, "Your nipples are farther apart than I thought they'd be." And she's like, "What?" She's like, "Never mind. Never mind." No, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, Tavirin. Tavirin. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. <coughs> Your nipples are Tavirin. Um, oh, the pattern God. just weaves itself around them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, he wakes up and he's like assassins and he like gets ready he's got his, he, he, he makes his lightsaber ignite yeah yeah he wakes up he's like something's not right my spidey senses are tingling <laughs> my dragon senses and yeah, yeah, he yeah. uh Ber- 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 Berlion is there Berlion <laughs> oh you know you know we're in Calgary now we're saying Berlion's Ber- in there yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Berlaine is there in um, a, a little uh, a little silk number. I mean, yeah, she's no. yeah, basically like, hey, let's fuck, and Rand is like, excuse me. I feel like this is the Mayin sounds like the um, Rand Land version of OnlyFans. Yeah, we're yeah. Very forward. Where they're like, you no, know, like the ladies like, hey, like you're hot, let's bone. No strings attached. I'm just horny. Like, and you know what? All the power to you. I like the thirst of Mayin. The thirst, yeah, the thirst of my, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's like Berlin is so horny and like mm-hmm. doesn't like doesn't even like put her attentions on one person for that long. I mean, I think she's Good going to latch on to Perrin, but like because she's going to be the hawk trying to put the leash on him. It, that's what from I think. Min's but viewing. no, it's just funny. She's like, oh yeah, no, Rand, he's a little scary, so I'm gonna go find somebody else. Mm-hmm. Well, because Rand is the right thing. Well, first Rand says, no, I'm promised to a Gwen, yeah. which like. All right. Come in. Come in. For, for, for 10 chapters. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he's like, uh, oh, you're, you're going to take your clothes off and pull your cleavage out? Um, magic wall. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I used wind wall. Um, I wish I, I, you know what? I would never have used a wind wall. You just I've never it? been in, I've never been in, no, I'm not, I've just never been in this position before. Where you're like, no, please get off of me. <laughs> yeah, like, and the only time I've ever said that, it was said like, no, please get off of me. <laughs> um, and uh, suddenly, suddenly her face changes, and his face changes because uh, uh-huh. his reflections have come to life to murder him in different sizes. And I cannot wait for this one where there's a Rand this tall in I live guess. action stabbing his hand in the desk, or like like this big <laughs> mini Rand with a knife that's like this big. It gives you like a paper cut. This like, is gonna this is gonna be my favorite sequence in our musical. God. Oh man, um, we're gonna need a budget. Um, but yeah, so Rand, Rand, uh, Rand is like, you have to go, and Berlin's like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good call. I'm you gonna, know what? Yeah, I'm gonna. This, is, this one's not for me. This is too much. Too much. Uh, and Rand, Rand gets his, his butt whooped a little bit here because mm-hmm. uh, he's basically fighting like five of himself in different sizes, which sounds kind of hot, but is not in this case. Um, they're cutting him up. He's got little cuts everywhere. That uh-huh. that that wound. Yeah. It's open again. Yeah. But Alzaman, what you do? It, like, doesn't heal properly. Yeah. And that's fascinating. They're definitely going to have to find... I feel like it's going to be healed in the I.O. waste. Yeah. I think. 
Yeah. yeah. Ooh, it's like Heal the Night. That's smart. I like that. Well, it reminds me very much of Aragon, and I know Aragon came after. Right, mm-hmm. but Aragon has this like crippling wound yeah, yeah, yeah. that then that has to be healed for him to be able to like carry on with his like destiny or whatever you want to call it. That's like the entirety of the third book, right? No, third book he is healed. The Agate Bloodrain is in book two. Okay. It's like two thirds remember... of the way through, and then that last third when he's like got all the power is so dope. I love that scene. So I love when the music kicked in for that. And it's like, I got the power! I, yeah, I love that. Woo! And I, I think it's going to be like, it, it's it's not quite as big of a scale as what they do in Aragon for sure. But yeah. that moment is going to be, it's going to be such a relief, I think, for Rand. Because I think yeah, that that wound, literally <laughs> Well, yeah, like it's it's always there. It's like a constant thing. And then having that relief, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be a, a nice thing. So I think that's going to happen in the Aeol Waste. Um, or it may not happen until, like, book nine. Who knows? What? <laughs> Dana says, Rand has so many mirrors for a virgin. <laughs> to be fair, it's not, like, his room. Like, it was someone's room before him. Do you think he's still a virgin God, at so the funny. end of this section? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. They steal kisses, so I don't know. I'm just... No, I don't think Rand and Elaine... No. No, Matt is not. No, no, no. Perrin, Matt... Perrin is not. No, they have to have slept together. There's no way. No, parent, parent, no, parent has, has not. Parent. You don't think? No. Fail and parent. They've not gone. On. No, parent is too about everything. <laughs> parent, parent's the kind of guy where like once he does sleep with Fail, that's it. It's done. There's no it's... other. You know what I mean? I guess you just think like he knows he's going off to die. You'd think he'd like. Yeah, but no, no, no. He want he doesn't. But he doesn't want her. Yeah, to he miss doesn't want him. to pull her further in. Fair enough. It, 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 yeah. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah. Fair enough. All I right. don't think Rand has either. Although, I, I'm curious which of the three Rand will sleep with first. Because I'm assuming he'll sleep with all three of them by the end of the series. Rand? Yeah. I'm assuming that, I, I'm assuming he, like, will, you know, share a cuddle with all three of them by the end of the series. A cuddle. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what's going to be first. You know, he's definitely not a virgin. Hmm. Tom Marilyn. No. He's only in one chapter of this whole section, and he gets around. Yeah. I'm like, Tom, you you do your thing. Um, alright. Uh, so yeah, so Rand ends, he's he's fought, he's sitting on the bed, um, and he's like, I'm just gonna sit here and bleed for a bit. Literally, yeah, he's like, I'm just gonna hang out for a moment. He's so dramatic. He's like, I'm, yeah. just, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bleed for a bit, don't worry about me. Yeah. Yeah, so, and luckily Perrin comes in, because he's like, I'm pretty sure you would have bled to death if I hadn't, like, stopped this wound. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get to the next chapter, Moraine, uh, or, uh, Perrin shows up, uh, outside with Fail, uh, and, uh, they see Lord Torian, who seems like a not-good dude. Yeah, not good dude. Uh, not That's good dude. where I'm putting my money. He's outside of Rand's room, like, watching with two guards, and the guards, like, pull their swords out a little bit when Perrin and Fayo come up, which is yeah. a little weird. Uh, and then Perrin is a total ass to him. And I'm like, yes, Perrin. Yeah. Show you your tell strength. him. You freaking tell him. And Fayo's like, you don't have to be a dick about it. <laughs> nah, you kind of do. No, I know. that I don't agree with Fayo at all. I'm like, yeah. Fayo, that guy's, that guy's evil. Yeah, that guy sucks. Like, he's being so sus. He's so sneaky. Well, and then, I, so what's interesting about the Fayil Perrin relationship to me is then Ber- Berlaine walks by, mm-hmm. and Perrin smells fear on her, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, she's scared. Yeah. And Fayil's like, take a picture to last longer, you know? 
And yeah, yeah, yeah. Par- and and at this point, I was like, oh, Perrin hasn't told her he's a wolf brother. No. Which I'm like, oh. I would have assumed that they would have had that conversation when Fael woke up in the dream world and Perrin came in with a wolf and saved her. Like, I'm surprised that he's still hiding that from her, considering what they've been through together. Or that he's, like, able to hide it from her. Yeah. Like, I, I was a little shocked that she was not aware of his wolf brotherness. Yeah. And that's another reason why I don't think they've slept together, is I don't think that he could... He seems like the kind of guy who wouldn't be able to sleep with her if he's not being fully honest with her. Yeah, yeah. You no, I, I think mean? that's fair, yeah. Um... Wheel of Time, no one ever has a conversation with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I was really surprised that it, it took me back for a moment. I was like, oh, it's weird that he hadn't told her. Yeah, I just assumed that he would have, but he yeah. was not. It's very interesting. Um, Parents' nose powers are the worst thing to happen to their relationship. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, can you move the laptop in a little bit? Is that possible? I, sure. Alright. I will try. I'm sorry, I just can't really see chat. I just have everything plugged into it, so let's just risk the stream. Hey, risk it for the biscuit. Thank you. Um. (laughs) There we go, that's a little bit better. Um, yeah, so uh, Perrin comes in and presses the wound and is like, uh, get Moraine in here, stat. Um, the, the, the Aiel come in and they're like, oh, oh. I, it is so wild to me that the door to Rand's room is that thick that they can't, they literally cannot hear a single thing, but. Um, I disagree though. Like, I understand, castle, I understand so. why a king would want that. Sure. So that he can't be, because oh, here's the thing, soundproofing isn't one wood, it's unidirectional. And so, in order for him to not be heard in his room and be able to keep his secrets, mm-hmm. that that is the cost, right, of that. Yeah. Um, I think that a better, uh, or not a better, but a more, like, established and, like, knowing king would have set up a better system for someone in his antechamber to be listening for him at all times. And Rand doesn't seem to trust anyone or, like, really want to lean on people in that way. No, Um, yeah. uh, Marco brings up an interesting point. Uh, Imagine your partner just knowing everything you feel even when you don't say a thing. Here's the thing about that, Marco. True, yes, parent can smell what she's feeling. Um, but it's not helpful if the man is so obtuse that he doesn't understand any of it. Oh, God. He's like, like, this doesn't make sense to me. Like, reading... I love Perrin so much. You guys know, I love this character. Mm-hmm. But reading his chapters makes me feel like a very emotionally evolved man. Because I am like, Perrin, it's not that hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh... Perrin, uh, Perrin gets in there, he calls for Moraine, Moraine shows up, and we kind of have the, like, recap of what just happened. Everyone finds out about everyone else, everyone's a little bit worried about Matt, but Lance says that he saw him, so they know that he's alive. He's okay. Um, and Moraine, Rand is like, it must have been a Forsaken, and Perrin's like, it must have been Rand. And Moraine is like, I think that it's bubbles on a lake. I know, I was like, what the hell is this metaphor? I'm sorry. Like... I also, like, I... I thought I knew what the word miasma meant. I don't think I do. And I didn't even, I went to look it up before this. I thought a miasma was a, like, um, a mirage in, like, the desert. Like, if you if you were walking in the desert and you, like, saw something in the distance, that would be a miasma, if it wasn't oh. there. Um, and apparently that is not what a miasma is. So I have been using that word wrong for 30 years. I'm 30 years old well, next week. Well, you know God what? Damn. You learn something new every day. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got there eventually. 
No, that's a mirage. I know, I thought a miasma was like a mirage. Yeah. Miasma means a bad smell. I've been wrong my whole life. Um, but yeah, so there are miasmas coming through the Shia Ghoul. And they are, they're very specific things. Yeah. So do you think the miasma is like, go attack them with whatever's nearby? Or do you think the dark one is like, Matt Cawthorn plays cards. I'm going to send evil playing cards. I don't know. I think it, it, it yeah, it's weird magic. It is really weird. This mm -hmm. is kind of one thing that, like, I don't, this is the first time where I'm like, I don't really buy into this idea yet. <laughs> I think I, I don't know that I like it yet because it does kind of open the door to, like, anything can happen conveniently for plot reasons. Yeah, which they already have that for, like, Taviranness and, but, like... But, but Robert Jordan typically stays away from convenience, right? Like, I think that we've done such... We've done so much to complement the way that he writes how things come together. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um... Yeah, I just... This is the first time where I was like, oh, you've written in a way for you to just have action whenever you want. Yeah. That isn't related to any character's decisions. Yeah, and, like, why does it always have to be negative and, like, violent? Because it's from the Dark One. The Dark One's not going to send kisses. This isn't, no. like, Twitch chat playing crowd control. They're not going to, like, send you a potion. No, no. I just mean, like... If it, if it was, like, for example, like, a wild magic surge, there are also, like not detrimental things that can happen. Light Blinded Fool wrote, fart bubbles of evil released from the taint. Yeah, that's, that's basic. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so it's a taint fart. <clears throat> um, I love that for us. <clears throat> and Rand sends away everyone except Bane and Chiad. Yeah. Um, to, to wash him, who are going to stay and wash him. And uh, one of them is like, I washed my brothers, don't you worry. I know. It's like, oh my god. Alright. Cool. Great, I love that. And it's like, I, I, I hurt too much to do anything right now. <laughs> I do I do love, I think it's Bane who's like, um, we'll leave if you can stand up. And he's like, well, you got me. Touche. Alright, you got me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so Matt, meanwhile, is having a conversation of his own. He goes to see Tom. Uh -huh. And uh, this we get Tom's perspective here, which is fun. We don't get a lot of Tom perspective in these books. And Tom has been uh, playing the game of houses, and he's trying to get one lord to think that another lord is sleeping with his wife. Yeah, I'm like, Tom, what's she doing? It's like writing a casual letter to just, like, ruin people's marriages. Well, and I was confused. It took me a second to understand what was going on, because at first I was like, oh, Tom is sleeping with a high lord's wife and is trying to warn her about it. And I didn't understand that he was being deceitful. I thought he was just sleeping around, and I was like, good on you, Tom. No, 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 no. Go, no. You go break up that relationship, you devil. I'm kidding. I don't. I don't support that kind of behavior. Um, as a married man, <laughs> don't support that kind of behavior. But um, no. Once I got what he was doing, I was like, Tom. Yeah. I think Tom is Tom is the lady who protested too much here. You yes. know what I mean? He's like, because when we meet him in Karen, he's like, the game of houses is awful. It's terrible. Don't ever play the game of houses. But he loves it. I because there's no he reason for him it. to be doing it here. Yeah. But I think that he he gets off on it a little bit. Especially when like the people suck. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he, I, I don't, I, like, I, I think that Tom takes it upon himself to judge people's character and will, like, fuck with you if you're a shitty person. Yeah. That is the vibe that I get. I mean, he straight up murdered the king. Mm -hmm. So, I, that, I don't think that that's very far off. Um, so, yeah. So, Matt shows up and uh, Tom is like, one second, I'm putting on a shirt. <laughs> oh, my God, don't come in. I'm naked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
and uh, he, uh, so Matt comes in and he's like, all right, what's going on, dude? And Matt's like, I'm leaving. And Dom's like, yeah, sure you are, dude. Yeah, all <laughs> You right. said that yesterday and the and day before. The day before and, the day before. and the day before that. Um, why do you think Tom, why do you think Tom is uh, bought so far in on his severeness? On Matt's severeness? I think it's, it's impossible to ignore. Matt, mm-hmm. ha- or Tom has literally seen him, like, gamble of, like no other. He was on the ship when uh, Matt mm-hmm. killed the Grey Men, and, like, with the staff, and with the Illuminator, with the fireworks. Like, there is too much that happens yeah, it's true. for it to not be true. And Tom is not dumb. So I think he's like, okay, yeah, I see it. I see it. Yeah, no, that's yeah. fair. I, I, think you're, I think you're right there. I, I, I was just surprised. Tom... Tom has this, a very interesting point of view of thinking that Matt and Rand and Perrin have to keep doing the Tavir and stuff, but also not wanting them to be involved with the Aes Sedai. Yeah. And it doesn't seem really possible that those things could be separated. Yeah. Um, and yet Tom, to, Tom has a point of view that seems like he is a little bit like hiding the truth from himself. A little bit. A little bit. Not yeah. fully, like, he's very intelligent, but, like, there is an aspect of what will it, what it will take for the Tavirin to stay on their path mm-hmm. is going to put them in a little bit of a, a path with the Aes Sedai times, and Tom seems to think that he can get them away from the Aes Sedai but keep them on their Tavirin path, and I don't, yeah. I, I don't know that he's being honest with himself about that fully. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is and why he's such a fascinating character. Yeah, because yeah. that's informed from his, like, backstory that yeah. we know of, which is very, very cool. Um, I, I really love how Tom's written it, and I mm-hmm. hope that we get a couple more Tom POV snippets in this book, for sure. Yeah, he kind of disappears for the rest of this. Him and the other one is Loyal. Loyal isn't even this mentioned no, until... No, is. No, no, but he's not mentioned until Perrin is like, I'm going to go talk to Loyal. And yeah. I, I read that and I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> everyone forgot about Loyal. Loyal's just chilling. Yeah, he's like, I, I, it, it, There's they, a big library. Well, there's a big library. They, and they like kind of, Perrin mentions offhand, like he's like worried about that his mom knows where he is. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. So yeah. he's just hiding in the stone, I guess. I would love, I would love if like, because we haven't read ahead at all. Um, I would yeah. love if chapter 16 starts with Perrin walking in on Loyal in the library, and he's like passed out. He hasn't, no, don't, don't, don't you do it. Uh, he's passed out in the library, and there's a librarian who's like, he hasn't left in days. Yeah, he just has piles of notes and like, uh, like empty wrappers. <laughs> empty bottles of Mountain Dew, like. <laughs> but it's just, his, his pipe is like burnt, the, the edges of his pipe are burnt from smoking so much tobacco. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, Tom manages to convince Matt to stay till morning, and then Matt's like, all right, and then Tom's like, you're good, you're gonna stay. And then Matt stays. Surprise. Surprise, surprise. No, uh, quite, uh, 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 that was less than ten minutes for that chapter. We're doing good. We're doing good. We're gonna... <laughs> um, we gotta go to Comic-Con today, so we, like, can't be here all day. Yeah, it's true. I could spend probably twelve hours talking about this section. About this section? Mm-hmm. Y'all, you gave us... Yeah. The what? Why is this section chapter... 15 chapters and the fifth week of this eight chapters what what yeah, happened in that spoiler chat in our discord so much join our discord it's really fun join our discord um it's probably fun it's we can't cool. go into the spoiler room yeah we can't go into the spoiler room uh space dude thank you so much for the oh, super chat soon. the purpose of the bubbles of evil is to realize the consequences of the dark one breaking free oh like if this is what yeah. happens <clears> when he has like no control really over it then yeah, no, I, I I agree with that. I just, I, it, it, as a plot, as a device, it's just a little bit... It's just a little convenient, that's all. It's just not tied to anyone's actions. It's just, like, things are going to happen. That's weird. Okay. Like, I, I think I, it, it would be more interesting to me if it was, like, Samael is doing this somehow and we have to go stop him. But, like, 
until the end of the final battle, the Dark One can just do random shit whenever he's like, okay, I mean, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's less impactful because it's not an active choice that a character is making, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to, like, the Chalk fight later, which I think is, like, really interesting because who did it? Why? You know, like, there's all these mysteries to it. Whereas the mystery of the miasma is, I, the Dark One farted, and so your mirrors attacked you. And you're like, Yeah, weird. okay, thanks. That's weird. Yeah. Also, I love that the Dark One's farts are more dangerous than an army of Trollocs. I mean, yeah, he's the Dark One. Uh, that's going to be a shirt. He's the, the great Dark one. One's farts are more dangerous than an army of Trollocs. It's a long shirt. It's a long shirt. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's going to be an extra long for my tall height. So that I don't have that problem more when I, like, stretch. You see my belly. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, the girls. We finally catch up with Egwene. Yeah. And Elaine. And Nynaeve. And Avienda? Yeah. She's just sitting there. She's in the room. She's like, hey guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit around. I'm, I'm hanging out. Yeah. Um, the girls have Amiko and um, Joya. Uh, Joya. And uh, they've been uh, like <laughs> interrogating them in the same room, but keeping them facing away from each other and like muted so they can't hear what the other's saying and they can't read each other's lips. Yeah. Which I think is very funny because I can just imagine like you just see like there's something going on out the corner of your eye and you're sitting there like, Really cool. I'm just gonna, just gonna sit here or stand. Um, and uh, so they basically have two stories that are being told, right? Mm -hmm. One is that Tanchiko is where they need to go next because there is something there that is very important. Um, Apparently, that is <clears throat> very dangerous to Rand. Yeah. Um. So I mean, if it's true, that's the thing. We don't know if any of this is true, obviously. And the other one, I love. I think this is such a cool idea that the Leandrin wants to go and get Masm Tame, uh -huh. the Saldean false dragon. Yeah. Name him Randall Thor, raise him up to be a fake, a lot, give him more power as the dragon reborn, yeah. and then make him do a bunch of awful stuff that gets blamed on Rand. Yeah. I was like, that's a, that's actually like a really good plan. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was like, god damn, Leandrin, I hate you, but it's, I, mean, <clears> I see it. Yeah, I, I was really into, um, I was really into the idea of that. I think it's cool, and I, I kind of hope we see some of that play out. I think it would be fun to watch Rand have to, like, deal with his own madness while trying to rehab his image. You know what I mean? Like, he hires, like, a PR his team. public image? Oh, my God. He starts doing TikTok dances yeah, yeah. that are, like, super innocent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate that. Um, <clears throat> but Egwene but and Nynaeve are not on the same page about this. At all, because when have they ever been? They've ne they ne they basically hate each other at this point. I think that they're like they're going to go separate directions and come back to one another and realize that they were being dumb. Because even Egwene knows she's being mm -hmm. dumb about it sometimes, but she just can't help herself. I'm like, all right, fine. Um, I I, I was kind of surprised in this section that they weren't both stilled. Really? Yeah. Like, why keep her shielded? Why why not just still her? Well, because they're not the ones to pass judgment. Yeah, but they already stilled the other one. They could have just said it happened the same way twice. That would be weird. I, it was an accident, wasn't it? It wasn't an accident. Egwene didn't know she was stilling the woman. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it wasn't an accident. Was... She very intentionally did it. She just was unaware that it was what it was. That's what an accident is. No. Yeah, she did something that had consequences that she had no idea of. Okay, sure, sure, sure. But, like, if you, like, shoot someone, but you don't intend to kill them, but they die, you didn't accidentally kill them. But she, shooting someone you know is deadly, she didn't know that what she was doing could result in her being stilled. Okay, fair, 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 fair. Yeah, yeah. Like, she just, like, 
Yeah, I like. No, they, no, it, she was. No, defending. I think that she tried to tie off her power. I think like her intention was to tie off her power, and she did that. I don't think it was an accident. No, but they, she didn't know <clears> that <throat> that would still her. She thought she was like shielding her and like just preventing <clears throat> her from being able to. I I think that if you intend to do something and you do it. But permanently. But per but like it but you get the time frame of it wrong. You didn't do it accidentally. It yeah. accidentally ended up going longer than you wanted. But her she still did what she intended to do. But she intended to like shield her, not to steal her, which are two different things. Okay. Like I get what you're saying. It's tough to call it an accident when it was, it was an intentional choice that she made to do a thing, and she was successful at doing it. Yeah, she just did it in a way that she didn't mean to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, semantics at that point. Yeah, I guess people still call them car accidents when someone intentionally runs into someone. But it's, like, it's not an accident. You intended to do I'm that. just saying that, like, it, like they don't <clears throat> they don't believe that they have the authority to, to, to steal the other one. They, <laughs> what? Megan KYX says, note to self, don't hire Nerdy as my lawyer. Hi. <laughs> my name's Nerdy Knightley. Have you been in an accident recently? Don't hire me. I, I don't know anything about the law. Yeah. But I'm very charismatic, and people will listen. But I will say, if you need someone to play a lawyer on television, hi, my name's David Webb, and <laughs> I'm an actor. Oh, God. I have an in-person audition on Monday. How yeah. hey, Guys, I'm auditioning for something in person again for the first time in three years. Wild. I'm going to be terrible. Wild. Yeah, I just don't think that they <sighs> felt like they had the authority to pass judgment and still the other girl, even if they did it. I guess. I guess I'm kind of like... If she's shield, I mean, obviously she dies in this section, so it doesn't matter. But, but yeah. yeah. Um, thank you so much for all the super chat. Bakakam. Oh, God. No. Gwen reached for a gun instead of her taser. No. Oh, God. Oof. That's enough. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, it's snowing still. Yeah, it is snowing. Uh, so, uh, Gwen and Nynaeve are trying to figure out if they're going to Tanchico or if they're going to, I don't know, where the path between Saldia and the White Tower. Um, I don't know what Nynaeve's plan is, because they don't know where Masram Tame is, so it would be... Anyway. Uh, just when she has to say something, but, but just when the fight is about to pick up, yeah. the door opens, Moraine and Elaine come back, mm -hmm. and uh, we get to the next chapter, which is more of the girls talking in the same room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's more of the same. Moraine is basically like, so, uh, yeah, you still don't know anything? I figured. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you guys suck at this. Uh, but what's, what I like about this chapter is that... Um, we 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 get my rain kind of being honest with the girls for the first time. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. Like she shares more than she ever has before. Um, which feels like a change in their relationship in a way that I was like, oh, like this is this is kind of nice. Like, yeah. Moraine seems to be like it's almost like now that they're accepted, Moraine is like, oh, all right, fine. Like Yeah. Um also Moraine is fully pretending that they're Aes Sedai. And so I feel like part of this is she can't not be more honest with them because she is playing the game of needing Avienda to believe that the girls are Aes Sedai. Yeah. And yeah. so she's almost put herself into a corner of having to be more honest when other people are in the room because yeah. she needs the other people to believe. Like Moraine is playing on so many levels, I don't know what she's gonna do about yeah. it. Yeah, she's like S tier. Um, Josh, thank you so much for all the super chat. Um, uh, they want the thirst of Mayin to go on a shirt. On a t-shirt? Oh my god. We could, we could. We I feel like that's what we could do. Yeah. I feel like we need to start, like, reaching out, like, do, is there anyone who watches this show who's an artist that wants to, like, wants to, like, make t-shirts? Work with we'll, us? We'll pay you for designs. Yeah, we'll pay you. <laughs> we just can't draw or anything, so. 
If there are if there are any people in the chat who are artists of the digital variety who would like to work with us on merch, uh, let us know. Or reach yeah. out. Yeah, we would um, love that. <clears throat> we would love to work with Wheel of Time people to make Wheel of Time stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was very interesting in this chapter because Moraine reveals something about, like, uh, that she'd been in love, basically, but that, or that she knew who she was going to marry, but don't worry, it's not Lan. Like, yeah, like those Swan. moments. It's Swan. Yeah. 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 I, I feel I feel like that makes sense. I, I buy that. I, I, I think it's in the, I, I don't think it's that big a leap, you know? No, God, no. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's pretty strong in the subtext, I would say. What I find really interesting is, um, how much the Swan and Moraine stuff in these books is actually kind of reminding me of the, not, I, I know Harry Potter is not something that we cover here, but, um, the, the Grindelwald Dumbledore backstory. Yeah. Um, and like Swan and Moraine are like the like good version of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, yeah. The, the way it went well. Yeah. Um. Thank you so much for the super chat, Dero. Dero twenty three. Thank you for that. Uh, here begins my disproportionate annoyance that Elaine does not call her auntie Moraine. Right, because they are related. They are. Yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. They are is... of the kin. Yeah, I mean technically they are sisters. No. Yes, sisters. Are you accepted? If you're accepted, are you a sister? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know. Um, but uh, this chapter, let's, let's get through, there's a lot of talk in this chapter. Basically, Moraine is, let, let's get through all the beats of it, right? Yeah. Moraine is really upset that Rand won't make a decision. Yeah. And he's also like, girls, like, you she's also need to make a decision. Y'all need to like, everyone here needs to stop sitting on their butts and y'all need to do stuff. Yeah. Because the evil people are doing stuff and we are not doing stuff. And the mm -hmm. people who do stuff get stuff done. Yeah. Guys, best advice I can give you. The people who do stuff get stuff done. It's true. Yeah. It's a hundred percent true. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so the, um, the girls are like, oh, fine. And then Moraine's like, all right, we're sending these, we're sending the Black Aja away four days. Yeah. You have four days and then you have to do whatever it is you're going to do. Yeah. I'm giving you a timeline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm flipping over the sand, figure something out. And so Moraine leaves and the girls are sitting around and Elaine is like, guys, Rand is like really hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that they like stop, like they like they sit down, they grab some wine and some ice, and they're like, you know what? Yeah. Men, men though. Like it's like okay, so that's that's where this conversation is going. Hey, how's that? Give me that super chat. Uh, Nynaeve oh, is my you. favorite character after Rand, but if I was Moraine, I'd have punched her for her smart mouth in that scene. It comes right after Land, siding yeah. with Rand, who was being annoying. Oh, we you know what? We skipped over. My Nine favorite, eight. no, 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 my favorite yeah. thing from the previous, the, the Rand scene, when Ruark walks in, and Ruark and Lan are, like, staring each other down. Yeah. And, and it's really hot, and then Lan is like, huh, I would have thought you'd know how to shave, and Ruark is like, he's still young, he could learn, and they yeah. smile at and each they other. And they have, like, this lightest smile, I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I was like, this it. is, this <laughs> is the most, we, Berlane was in this room, like, almost naked an hour ago, and, and yet this is, is the, the most erotic thing that's happened in Red's life. Yeah, yeah, this is the sexual tension that we all needed. Um, 100%. Uh, Lan's only in, like, two scenes of this entire sexual no, era, and it's, one is a fight scene, and one is him just, like, having intense sexual chemistry with another warrior. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was, <clears> it was great, it was hot. But yeah, we also didn't talk about that Nynaeve just, like, starts wearing Lan's favorite colors. Oh my god. Like, I kind of hated that. I, me too. <laughs> that felt, like, very, like, dated. But here's, here's, here's my problem with it. These girls are, like, on the road. 
Yeah. How many dresses do they have with them that she can throw away all of the dresses that aren't certain colors and still have a wardrobe? I don't know. I mean, technically, like, they're why in... do they have so many clothes with them? I'm sure they have people like making them clothes right now while they're in the stone. But like, still, like I was like, it's a lot of effort. I don't know. They're so. See, they're... It just seems like a very like rich person thing. They have so many different. There's so much conversation about them getting rid of and acquiring new clothing that it's like Sheen exists in this world. Sheen, they do like Sheen halls. Yeah. Um, Eli, thank you so much for becoming an artist at our table. Thank you, welcome, welcome in. in. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we get the end of this chapter where Egwene and, <laughs> Egwene and Elaine are like, alright, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna break up with him, and then you're immediately gonna jump so that nobody else can, and you're gonna get your claws in. Yeah, 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 they literally, like, plan it out. It's, it's, <clears> it's <throat> great. And I, I, the one thing that I do love so much is Egwene and Elaine's relationship. Mm-hmm. They, that is, is so wholesome and beautiful. And yes, it's, nice. Like, I, it, it just it just makes me happy. Like, I, yeah. I love reading it. Um, and I, I liked getting some Elaine POV as well. That was... Yeah, and it plays against, like, I, I really don't like the Egwene Nynaeve relationship. Like, I just find them so frustrating. So it's nice that at least, like, one of the, like, female relationships in this yeah. triad is not awful. And even Elaine is like, you two are the freaking worst. Um, like... Yeah, also in this chapter, uh, Maureen brings up the new Tarangriel, the, the answer doorway that we're going to get into later. The 20 questions. <laughs> it's three. Three questions. I know, I know, I know. Um, we'll so, that. next chapter is uh, the Egwene Elaine plan goes down. They go to see Rand, and Rand is like, guys, I'm tired. Like, I don't want to deal with this. And Egwene is like, no, we're going to teach you to channel. And I'm, Elaine, wearing the, all the sapphires. <laughs> I, I found every sapphire in the stone. Yeah, it's 9 a.m. on a Tuesday. <laughs> like, yeah, she's worried about, like, the time she's wearing sapphires on. I was like, I don't know. All right, okay. you're, you're, you're the daughter heir. I, I think you can do what you want, but all right, sure. She's like, I think, does Rand like blue? Because Lan she, likes green, so she says it brings out her eyes. Yeah, so. I think. Do you think that Lan likes green on Nynaeve? Because if she's a green, it means that she, he can marry her. He's like, you need to start liking green now because no, it's going to be a real important color to you later when we are, when I'm the the like the, you know, top of your harem. No, could you imagine it? Nynaeve doesn't become like a green channeler. She becomes like the angry healer. Like she's she's a yellow, but she's like the most angry yellow that ever existed because i feel like yellow if you're a healer you're like very much a, like a people person and like yeah you, you care, have right? bedside manner yeah but nanny does not i just i don't know i hope she becomes yellow purely for that reason like yeah i i love the idea of like there being a healer in town that you don't want to go to but you go but to the best and, and everyone knows that like okay you're going to go see Nynaeve. Here's a few things you need to know. She's going to be mercilessly mocking you the entire time and yeah. screaming at the top of her lungs, <laughs> but you will feel... It's it's like Buckley's. It tastes bad, but it works. It, it's 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 like that, the 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 wisdom, the wise woman, wh whoever it is, um, what they call it, in tear, that they go to. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yes, I can cure, like, spats between family members. And she just takes their head and, like, shoves it, like, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, waterboards them until they, like, <laughs> agree yeah. to... I'm not wrong. Yeah, you're not. That is, that is very naive to me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they try and teach Rand, and Rand, it doesn't work. Uh, well, 
but they learn a lot, which I think is is cool. It right, they do ultimately like fail, but th- they learn a lot of information that I mm-hmm. honestly think Egwene is going to be able to puzzle through and actually make progress. Yeah, with. the most interesting part of this is definitely when Egwene's like, "How did you get rid of the fire?" And he's like, "Oh, I moved the heat." into the stone. Yeah. And she's like, you can't do that. You'll burn yourself. That's a really bad idea. <laughs> That's a really bad That's idea. A, oh my God. I, yeah. I mean, you got burned that way and I, you can't, and she's like, wow, I guess that's the difference. And I was like, is it? Yeah. Or have you just not tried moving it into stone before? Yeah. Like, if you move it into a person, you're going to burn them. Yeah, they can't move it into people, but it's like, can you move it from yourself to a thing or can you move it directly to the thing? Mm-hmm. That is like, question mark. Um, that is like, question mark. Well, that's, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so they, they learn a lot. Um, Egwene uh, is like, do something with the power. And so he... Do something? Okay. Do something? You want me to do something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he picks them up off the ground and shields them. <clears throat> which is much more aggressive than it was necessary. Than it was necessary, but Rand is Rand is a soft boy who has some. He's got some big emotions. Yeah, he ruins his weird statue. He lights his bed on fire. Yeah, the feathers Again. fly. The table dances. He's like, I think I, I think uh, with the machine, I think it is. I think uh, one mattress a day might be above what they can come up with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, you know what? Yeah, mattresses that's, that's, would be so expensive. Uh, especially because he's got a California king. You know what I mean? He needs it if oh, he's yeah. gonna have three wives. Oh yeah, you yeah. Need, you need, need a big bed. What, no, what's the, the what's the an Alaskan king, which is basically oh like oh my god, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that bed David Dobrik sleeps in. So unnecessary. Uh, yeah, why? But if there's four people in the bed, you kind of need it. No, you want to be a little close. You want to be snuggly. Yeah, but you know, like, four people in a single. Warm. Four people in a single. It's the no, way to go. No, it's too warm. You just pile up. You would overheat. I wouldn't. Just they sleep on top of one another. Um, and so uh, he's like, "Look, girl." Egwene's like, "Rand, I like you, but uh, like a brother." And he's like, "You know what? Cool. Me too." Great. Oh I, my I, god, this is. And she's like, yeah, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, like this, this is, is perfect." She's like, oh, wow, he's really pretending to take this really well. It's like, Green, come on. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's Tiberian. He can't love you because he has to love other people. Yeah, um, yeah, he has to. And so she leaves and he's like, god damn, like, she doesn't love me. That's crazy. Well, and then he turns around and he's like, oh my god, you're still here. Oh, Lillian, you're still there. Wow, this is awkward. I also love that, like, <laughs> Egwene realizes how powerful Rand is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, what, what she knows of power and what he's able to do. And she's like, yeah. oh, I thought, like, maybe, like, I was, like, you know, on his level. She's like, no, no. I have been humbled. Interesting, today. though, that she's like, I think that Nynaeve might be if she's angry enough. Yeah, which, yeah. but it's like, can Nynaeve f- learn how to do all of those things? But yeah, Elaine is like still there, and he's like, oh god, sorry, I, um, because he's like, kind of like muttering to himself, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh god. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, Rand turns around, and Elaine is there, mm-hmm. in many sapphires, many. and she's like, hi, I, I am like you. Of you, do you like me? And he's like, yes, yeah, I like you, you're... Yes. Okay, I, I really, really like you. I'm very fond of you. And he's like... Yeah, no, no, I like, I oh, like you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah you're, you seem you're super then, chill. But then he's like, oh, no, I'm also very fond of you. 
And I'm like, God, guys, you come on. Oh, and Aileen's like, I have this butterfly, but I can't say it out loud. This is not proper. He, like, I will never say I love him unless he says he loves me. Like, I'm like, oh my God. And then, well, but and my favorite part about this is that the IO, the IO ladies all think of this as, they're like, oh, this is so cute. We're yeah. gonna, well, let's play. But like, this is this is a game. Like this will be fun. We're, we're gonna we're gonna make sure that you're always there whenever he has free time. Oh my god! Yeah, like 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 they know the castle of tears so well, and they're like, oh, we're gonna turn this into a game. So whenever he's alone, we can like, yeah. get you there. I was, I thought that was really really fun actually. But the one of the most beautiful things was like she, when she like he's like I want to get you a flower, and he can't do it. But she like scoops up the feathers and she's like, how can I tell him that I want these because he wanted them to be a flower for me? That was, was like, so sweet. Well, just like how, just how patient she is with him like not being able to channel in that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's why Elaine is kind of, like Elaine is kind of perfect for him, right? Like it, I love Elaine so much. Yeah. And the one, the one thing I wish is that we had gotten her POV before it was about Rand. Like, yeah. I, I wish we had had Elaine's POV. And she says she knew she loved him from the moment he, like, fell into their garden. You know what I mean? But I wish we had had her POV mm -hmm. without Rand there because... Well, I had said that I wanted that in The Great Hunt, right? Like, yeah. Like, in the black book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is, that is like, the one thing that I wish. But I do love... Mm -hmm. I love their interactions. I, I think that they're great for one another. And, like, it just... It was just so sweet. I liked, I liked it a lot. Like you should like this video. Hit the like button. Yeah, we're right halfway now. through. Now's a good time to mention. Yeah. You should like the video. It's, you should like it's the a video. good video. Why why don't you like it? If what you, you uh, if your wife you're an hour and nineteen minutes into a Wheel of Time podcast and you haven't liked the video yet, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, like yeah. the video. Mm -hmm. My name <laughs> My name is Narg. Oh, this God. is how I talk now after the dragon reborn cut my throat. <laughs> Head vocal reconstruction surgery. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I love, I love Elaine, and I love the two of them together, and I just, I, I love that, like, Rand is able to find something that makes him happy in the midst of, like, all this awful shit. Yeah, we actually kind of moved into the next chapter. This Elaine stuff at the beginning, this happens in the next chapter. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we, we get some, like, really fun, uh, point of view from Elaine there. And then um, Elaine leaves, and we cut back to Rand's point of view. There's a lot. These chapters cut between points of view a lot more than previous books did. And they, the yeah. other thing about them is that they will transition in paragraphs as opposed... Normally when POV changes, there's a space in between the paragraphs, yeah. and you know that there's a shift there. There is uh, several times where there is just this, like transition like in the middle of paragraphs because mm -hmm. they'll ta be talking about someone and then they'll be talking about that person and another person together and then it will like shift into the other person's POV. Yeah. And I can't decide if I like it yet because it's well done but sometimes it's jarring to me. I'm like, wait, weren't we just well, talking about that love, person? You don't love point of view switches in books to begin with. Well, The Wheel of Time honestly does it really well where I do not mind it at all. It's Game of Thrones. I, George R. R. Martin, I don't think, does it very well. Mm -hmm. um, sorry if you ever see... I don't know why the hell you would ever see this. I just... I don't think he does it very well. And for me, it's too... It's too jarring. One, two, three, four. Luker says, we, we need a whole episode in that voice. No. I <laughs> There's could no not. way. It, um, it would die. Uh, Eric Schwenke says, I thought it was Harvey Firestein. Harvey Firestein's more. Uh, he's, his has a little bit more of that, like... Um, 
Yes. Oh, my darling, yes. This is Harvey Firestein right here. I had to do this. I did hairspray. Yeah. In 20... For... Uh, 2011. I did hairspray. And they were like, you don't have to do the Harvey Firestein voice. And I was like, if I'm playing Edna, I'm doing the Harvey Firestein voice. So all of my rehearsals... Oh, I had... I, I, it, it felt awful because I was talking like this all day. And they were like, you can stop. And I was like, no, you don't understand. No, I can't stop. I'm stuck now. I, can't, I don't know how to stop. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to stop so hard and I can't. <laughs> Help me, please. I can't. Oh my god. Um. So yeah. So Rand. Rand is now left alone. Uh, Elaine leaves after being like, Rand's got yeah. some high lords he's got to talk to. Oh, and he's about like, taxes. Yeah. He's like, all right. Here's the thing. Um. What we're gonna do is we're gonna lower taxes because it's a bad wheat year, and we're gonna start selling wheat to Mayin. How, how does that sound? And they're like, no. To and a he's alien. Like, sorry. 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 Um. No to Mayin. Both. Well, yeah, but he but they, like, he comes up with like a he wants them to make this treaty with Mayin. Oh, yes, yeah. the treaty, yes, um, yes, yes. And they're like, no. And he's like, okay, well, what we're going to do is we're going to lower the taxes. <laughs> but my lord, there will be riots trade. when we lift them back up again. I'm sorry, like, I'm the dragon reborn. What we are going to do... Yeah, yeah. And they're like, okay, I right, don't think okay. you understand what I'm saying. This isn't a negotiation. Uh -huh. This isn't a discussion. I am being polite and telling you that what we are going to do is... Yeah. And they're like... Yeah. God damn it. God damn it. Like, like, okay. Um, oh, thank you for this. Quarum, thank you so much. This is the Elaine Nynaeve Rand Perrin Matt's book. Cannot wait for you to get to the third act. We can't exactly. either. We're very excited. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be fun. Um, so then, um, so they leave and he's like, I really, I really hate them. Also, throughout this entire time, he's like having this conversation, but all he's thinking about is Elaine. Yeah, he's, he's distracted. Been he's there. A, he's a, he's He's a romantic. You, it, it, this reminded me of like, like college when I would be like in class, but I would have a date that night, and I'd be like, "How, I, how am I supposed to care about urban planning? I'm getting laid tonight." <laughs> like, if all goes well, I'm getting laid tonight. Yeah. No, no, no. You know those nights where you're like, "This is it." We've like talked about it. This like, is it. Yeah. We've, yeah. we've made plans. We've both shaved things. Like, I'm getting yeah, laid yeah, tonight. And yeah. It, you know, when it's like the tenth time with someone, you don't ha you don't think about it all day because you're like, oh, it'll be fun. Like it's always fun. Yeah. But like when it's the first time and you're like, all right, we've had like four dates. We've talked about it. We both are like in the mood. We've been texting this morning and we're both like feeling it. Yeah, Tonight's yeah, yeah. the night. And then you have to sit in class and you're like, I don't care yeah. about zoning in Lower Manhattan. I'm getting laid tonight. And Rand is fully like, we're taxing them. Did Elaine wear sapphires for me? Yeah. <laughs> Like, Wait a second. No, we're taxing them. Stop it. We're taxing them. But, oh my god. Wait, can I tax that booty, though? <laughs> you know? Yeah. The way it was written, I was almost expecting him to slip up. I, I thought it was going to yeah. be like, comedic. Like, he was going to, like, be like, yeah, we're going to tax them. And also, like, did you guys see Elaine? Do you think, like, she's into me? And they were, the wilders were like... She just said. Yeah. What? what, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, no, I loved that. Um, um, and so, Egwene. Mm -hmm. We cut to Egwene. Egwene's POV here. And uh, she's just, she's walking down the hallway. She feels really like, I, I did Glad such a good I thing. That. Yeah. I wing woman so hard today and I feel good about it. And then Matt shows up and she's like, what do you want? <laughs> she's like, oh, you finally decided to say hello. And he's like, yeah, well, the last time I saw you, you used the power on me and like lifted me in the air. And I'm like, yeah, Matt, fair point. Fair point. Fair, fair point. point. I think like, even Egwene was like, yeah, no, I did do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I get it. Yeah. Um, I, I do like that he's like, you're, hees like I don't want to talk to the Aes Sedai. You don't count. And she's like, Matt, I'm, I'm Aes Sedai now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you want from me. 
Um, and so Egwene is like, Matt, Matt's, Matt, Matt, Matt's going through it because he wants to leave, but, he, but there's he a can't. buzzing in the back of his head yeah. that won't let him. And he's like, Egwene, like, what do I do? And she's like, Moraine told me about this thing. Now I shouldn't tell you about it. I shouldn't tell you. Don't tell her I told but you. But there's a doorway you can walk through and you can ask three questions. Yeah. And Robin Williams will tell you three answers. <laughs> Um, oh my and, god. But she's like, don't go through it without asking Moraine first. Don't do it. And I'm like, Egwene, come on. Well, it's come funny because Matt is like, yeah, I would have to be stupid to do that. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, he's going to do it. He's gonna. I read that and I was like, he's going to fucking do it. Like... Yeah, well, I knew we were going through that doorway. Oh, someone, someone was going through that doorway. Someone was. I didn't right. expect it to be three someones at the same time, but we'll, three? Get, we'll get to that. Yeah. What? Three people are in there at the same time. Oh, oh, because yeah, yeah. I thought Moraine came in the door. No, no, no. They all came out of it at the same time. Now, um, Trevor <clears throat> Fast, thank you for joining the Nords of the Nerd thank Table. Thank you for becoming a Narg. Welcome on in. <clears throat> Um, oh man! <laughs> and Mariah's, yes, it is Chekhov's doorway. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, it had to happen. Yeah. Um. um but yeah, Egwene is like, don't tell anybody. Uh. So then, the next chapter is chapter nine, decisions. Uh. This chapter has one, two, three, four, five points of view. So let's 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 dive right in. Uh, so Matt is Matt's going around the castle. No one wants to play. No one, no one wants to gamble with it. Yeah, everyone's like, no, those cards came to life and tried to murder you. Murder. <laughs> um, and can't say it any other way now. Because he was miasmed. Um, he, was, he, he, yeah. he, he touched the fart bubble from the taint. Um, and I do love that he's like, I can't run into anyone I'll run into, but more rain is everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And that was, I was like, is that on purpose? Like, mm -hmm. I, I legitimately, like, didn't know if more rain was trying to, like, personally keep an eye on Matt. Yeah. Um, and so he, he's like, you know what? I can't leave Tear, but I can leave the stone. So he, he's like, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna go hang out in some bars. Yeah. I'm going to go do some bar bar trivia. You know what I mean? And uh, he goes and plays for, for less money than he's used to. And in this, he gives out a lot of gold coins. Matt is just constantly like, I'm sorry I inconvenienced you. Here's gold. And everyone's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, Matt is a good person. He just makes questionable decisions. Um, so we cut over to Perrin. And Perrin is also, like, he's, like, in bars. Because he's, like, the Perrin's logic here... Oh, no, wait. Dreadful. You, you missed that, what Matt learns in the bar. I don't think he's learned that yet. That's the next time Isn't he's in the bar. Isn't that when he's in the bar? No, no, no. The, the, the bar... There's another bar scene. Sorry. Right? My bad. Yeah. My bad. Um, this is the, when he goes out to the bars. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Him and Perrin learn something in the bars in a my future bad. Yep. Um, Perrin, um, Perrin also out in bars for the reason... Okay. Do we buy this? Do, do you think that this is a good idea? I guess I should ask. Which, sorry. Perrin is trying to find an adventure oh. for Fail to go to on go so on. that she'll leave him. Nah, it's never gonna work. Like, what the hell? Like, and and she, she's like, where are you going? And he's like, nowhere. Yeah, like, <clears throat> I don't know what Perrin thought was gonna happen. She clearly wanted to hunt the horn. Yeah. And she knows where the horn is. Yeah. So I'm like, Perrin, like, I don't... I don't know what you want... It's just, it's, and he's like, he's out there buying cheap beer. <laughs> he's like going around and be like, I'll take a PBR, please. I'm like, Brad, what are you doing? So sorry, if you're going to go spend time in bars, at least order a nice cocktail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, at least have something, like, worth drinking. 
I don't know. I don't know if these bars had anything worth drinking. That's true. There, there's not a lot of liquor talked about in this. It's all wine and beer. Yeah. 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 Now she's hunting Perrin's horn. True. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> I like, um, Gunnleaper says Perrin has no good ideas <laughs> regarding Fayo. No, okay. and like Perrin is a very smart <clears throat> character and just is completely hapless when it comes to Fayo. Uh, Synax says PBR is good for making beer brats. You All know right. what? I'm glad it's good for something because it's not good for drinking. Um, I would happily be sponsored by most beer companies, uh, but PBR, no. no. Pass. Thank you. No. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. I don't drink beer, so... It's bad. PBR is really bad. Um, <laughs> uh, so we cut over to Egwene, and Egwene is uh, still... They're still questioning the girls. The, the bad girls. Um, the baddies, if you will. Baddies. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> uh, the, the, basically they're getting nowhere. Like, nothing's happening. Yeah, their stories have, have never changed. Yeah. They, they're not, like... Their tactics are not working... Um, and so they're left with the decision of, is either of them telling the truth? Is neither of them telling the truth? Mm -hmm. Like, and, and, and so, uh, later on, then Egwene decides to dreamwalk to see if they can hopefully find some more information. Uh, but in this chapter, uh, my, one of my favorite conversations in the entirety of these books happens, uh, and Avienda is becoming quickly one of my favorite characters. Yeah, she's like friends with Egwene, I love it. She's becoming friends with Egwene, and she's like, so why haven't you guys killed Berlin yet? <laughs> and Egwene's like, what? Wait, 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 what? Yay. She's like, yeah, like, she was in Rand's room, and Elaine loves Rand, yeah, so, so why, why haven't you guys just, like, killed her kill yet? her with knives. <laughs> why don't you challenge her to a fight to the death for Rand? Yeah. And her friend's like, girl, no. no and she's like, home. you don't even have to do it, or Elaine doesn't even have to do it, you can do it for her, because you're basically first sisters. I was like, oh I was like, Abby, I love you so much. I love her. Because that's my point of view, too. I'm like, Rand is the king, you're not going to go to jail for it, like, he'll get you off. <laughs> well, one of you. Now, now he views Egwene like a sister. He's like, no, you can use your vibrator, but Elaine, come here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. he's going to have to get really good at multitasking. I feel like he can do a lot with that oath rod. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> uh, so we cut to Elaine. Elaine, she's just kissing Rand wherever she can. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it, it, it's, it's, it's cute. It, it's very high school. Um, yeah. And there's just an army of women in the stone that are making that possible by I like know, I love being it. like a lady's free. He's free. Come, 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 come. And she's like, okay. Picks up her dress and she like runs through the hallways to make sure that she's like, oh, did your meeting just end? I just I happen to be I walking by. Her. Oh my gosh! Wow, what a coincidence! No. <laughs> yeah, Berlaine, who is a city monarch. That is a good point, Maurice. Who of is like, you should just kill that queen, yeah. basically queen. What what is it? What like, is it? Regicide when you kill uh, a queen. Oh, so I think it's called that. regicide. Yeah, just yeah. keep it regicide. It's not a big yeah. deal. It'll be fine. Yeah, just like <laughs> no big deal. I, Storm, I love. The, the I'm gonna love the Aiel so much. Um, my favorite, my favorite quote from Rosamund Pike in any interview of her entire life is when she said, "The tricky part about holding the oath rod is trying not to make it look like a cock." Yeah. I, it is phallic, but we're trying to not emphasize that. That that interview was the moment where I was like, I can get over how scared I am of her from Gone, Gone Girl. Gone Girl, yeah, yeah. I would love to have a drink with Rosamund Pike. Oh, God, yeah. Because I was like, that that is the funniest 
sentence, yeah. maybe ever. She's, and I love you now. She's yeah, she's wonderful. Um, so yeah, Elaine Elaine is uh spending all of her time with Rand. Mm-hmm. Elaine also reveals that Nynaeve is spending all of her time with Land. They're like walking the battlements together. Yeah. Oh boy. But we we don't really get an insight as to how that's going, which is interesting. No, though. we don't really get a lot of Nynaeve point of view. No, we don't. Mm. I'm assuming though if they're continually spending time together though <clears throat> that it's going well. Well Lan Lan is a man and he's like, You're wearing my favorite colors, so let's go for walks. That's how you get a man, is you wear his favorite color. That's dating advice from the Wheel of Time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, and this, the reveal that the, the, the maidens of the spear are like, think it's a game to set up Rand with, uh, Elaine is funny. Yeah. I, I had said in the last book that I was pretty convinced Avienda was going to be the third girl in the like, Min, Elaine, Avienda thing. Yeah. I, I thought that would be those three. I don't think that anymore. No? No, because she's been around Rand enough now that I feel like if she was the third woman, the Tavirinus would have pulled her towards him. Because Min and Elaine both felt it immediately. So I'm assuming that whoever this third woman is is going to be introduced as feeling it immediately as well. The thing is, we haven't got Avi's point of view yet. So she could just be maybe. really good. And maybe that's why she initially starts hanging out with Egwene. Yeah. But potentially. I don't, I don't know. She like, she, maybe, yeah, she's like, I need to become first sisters with her because we're going to share Rand. That's funny. I don't know. I just, and like, like, I would love if in the next section she like starts to become really close with Elaine because she's like, well, I'm, I'm gonna share him with her. I gotta. We better, we gotta better like to, each other. We gotta become first sisters first. Yeah, I, I don't know. I for me, I'm, I, I was pretty sure it was gonna be Avi, and now I'm not 100 percent sure. So Elaine says third woman Aleda. No, for Elaine's Aleda? sake, it can't no. be. No, 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 no. It can't no, be. That'd no. be terrible. Yeah, awful. I hate it. Um, and then we finally get back to Rand's point of view. Um, and, uh, he's, Rand has, like, been, like, learning from, uh, Elaine, and I love this. I love, um, the, the line where Elaine's, like, he listens to me and takes my advice, and I think that those two reasons alone I could love him forever for, or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, God, that's sweet. They're so cute. Yeah. They're <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Rand is, like, setting up freaking uh, setting up a treaty. He's telling them that, go yeah. talk to, I don't want to talk to Berlain, but you guys have to. Well, and here's the thing, if... Anybody in tier mm-hmm. is is the one t- for him to take advice from. It is Elaine, yeah, who she is knows the she's doing daughter it. heir. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that is it makes the most sense. And like Rand is not an idiot. He he knows he mm-hmm. knows that she speaks sense. Yeah. Um. And that and that she cares, right? Because like Rand is like these poor farmers. You're gonna like starve them to death. And like that, like that's where he's coming from because he's been there. And Elaine has got the other side of that flip coin where she's she's not been a farmer. She doesn't understand like the details of that intimately, but she understands how to run a kingdom so that you're not too generous, <laughs> so that the economy falls apart and you run yeah, it yeah. into the ground, right? Like there is a balance there, and I think the two of them are the perfect two to figure yeah. that out. With Min's ability to see the future, like. <laughs> Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Power thruple. Power harems. Yeah. I think all harems are kind of power harems. Once you get enough people involved, it's like... It's like, I would add yeah. fuck with that. Um, and then, so the, the High Lords leave, mm-hmm. and um, another lady in Rand's life walks in. Another lady in Rand's life There's just... so many. Makes an entrance. Mm-hmm. Do you remember who it is? The end of this chapter? It's a big one. It's a big moment. Is it uh, Maureen? No. No, what, no, no, what, no. I'm trying to remember where we are. In, there's so many things that happen. Oh my god. No, it's it's someone even worse. It's Celine. 
Oh, right. I was like, that's not yet. That's way later. The true third woman. Exactly. Wheel of Time. The true, um, the yeah. true third woman. Celine walks in and is like, hi. He's like, we're not there yet. Uh, you're mine. I'm Landfear. And he's like, whoa, 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 what? Yeah. <laughs> what? What's happening? He's like, no, you're a good joke. Haha, <laughs> funny joke. And then she's like, do you want to see what I actually look like? And he's like, I guess. And aren't you 3,000 years old? And then she like she's ages like, by like 15 years. A hotter, more mature version that like Matt would go after, I guess. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, no, we know who Matt's going to marry now. Yeah, we, we do. We find out later in this. We have been told who Matt is going to marry. That he marries Asanjan, which is crazy. What? No, he marries Verlaine, right? Oh, no, the Nine Moons are the Sanchin Kingdom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Court. So, I, yeah, wow, shit, I got confused. For a second, I, I when I read that, I thought no, that Matt Berlin marries Verlaine. No, Verlaine is the Nine something else, but the Nine Moon, the nine court moons. of the Nine Moons is the Sanchin Court. Oh. So he's going to marry the daughter of the Empress of the Sanchin. Yeah, right? What? Okay, I, I missed that up. Unless I'm it. misreading that prophecy like crazy. No, but, no, no. It's, yeah. it's, no, the, the nine moons, the court of the nine moons yeah. is, yeah, yeah. So she, yeah. Uh, so Lyfear shields him here, which is like, oh wow, you can shield the dragon. Like she's a powerful, powerful she woman. Knows um, but she doesn't shit. try and hurt him. She's not like, I, 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 she's such a fascinating villain to me and I love her now because she comes in, she's like, hi, I'm Lyfear. We, I will have you. Like you're gonna. She, yeah. She pulls the Balsma tactic of like you will be mine. Yeah. She's she, like someone else can borrow you for a bit, but you're mine. Yeah. 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 It's like a. She's very polyamorous. She's like, oh, oh yeah, no, no, yeah. yeah, you can date other people. It's okay. Yeah, but you belong. But like to I'm me. like the I'm the like alpha. Yeah. yeah, yeah um. Yeah. And he and he is like thrown off by it. Mm -hmm. Right. Like he's not even making move to like really hurt her either because he's like. She's not trying to hurt me. Like, I don't really, I don't want to hurt a woman. And I think that, like, we're going to see him break that code eventually because there's too many female forsaken for him to, like, not hurt them um, and win at the end of this. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, he still has that, like, very, like, patriarchal idea that, like, oh, I can't hurt a woman. That would make me a bad person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, and it's so... Like, okay, she's forsaken, but sure. Yeah. And so I, I actually found it really interesting. Um, and so she's she tells him that she's like, you have to come with me. We can work together because there's two Sa'angrials, the most powerful Sa'angrials for a man and a woman. You can use the man one, I can use the woman one. We might even be able to take down the dark one. It could yeah. be you and me, boo. Yeah. You know, she tries to pull the, like, typical seduction technique. Yeah. And Rand, uh, Rand doesn't fall for it. No, he's like, are you kidding me right now? He's like, I got Elaine now. You think I'm gonna, yeah. you think I'm gonna cheat on Elaine? Have yeah. you seen her? Yeah. She's cute. I also find it funny that Lanfear's like, that fair-haired milksop or whatever it is when I, I think she's talking about Ileana but Rand thinks she's talking about Elaine who's Ileana 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 oh, oh right 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 right, 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 right. You, you oh my god I totally forgot about that um yeah I was who like, is Ileana are you kidding I, I was talking about like for to Rand I was like there, there's no Ileana in like modern oh no 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 yeah, but like Luce Theron like married and loved Ileana and right, obviously right. Lanfear doesn't like that but it's just funny that like Elaine is also Blonde, like. <laughs> yeah, she is kind of like the like, Ileana reborn in a way. Kind of, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You will be named the Ileana reborn. <laughs> oh, um. God. So yeah, they're they're they, they, Rand comes down. He stops really fighting. They're not really fighting anymore. They're kind of chatting. Mm -hmm. And suddenly, a man walks into the room, and Rand is like. Rand is like. Watch! Well, Rand no. is like. I kind of saw him, but I didn't see him. But wait a second, that's yeah. suspicious. <laughs> And so Rand just, like, kills the guy, and he's, like, a gray man. Mm -hmm. And what's confusing to me about this moment is that the gray man opens the door. 
and they don't hear anything. And so he kills the gray man and then he goes and he opens the door and the lantern's like, don't open the door, it's a test. And he's like, no, I'm gonna open the door. And he opens the door and, and the second is... time the door opens, there's noise, but there wasn't the first time. Yeah. So I, I was a little confused as to how that happened. Unless the gray man didn't get in through the door or had been waiting there for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But also, mm-hmm. Lanfear, um, well, no. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, strange. Methany, Methany, thank you so much for the super chat. Thank you. You two making the Sanchin connection this early is amazing. <laughs> oh, well. I, I don't think that that was worth deleting, Dakuna. I think that that was literally just what we said. Wait, it was what we said. I mean, it, technically it is speculative, but I, it it's is one of obvious. those things where it's pretty explicit. So, yeah. It's sort of, I feel it's like, sort of we, like the hawk and the... It's sort of like the hawk and the... Yeah. Um, the falcon thing where they're like... And then they had a hawk on their banner and our thing was like, oh, so that's the hawk from the thing. And yeah, we were right. Like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, when we're like... When we're speculating... Don't confirm it. Yeah. But when we're like, oh, it's this 100%, I feel like that's, I don't know, there was like no question for us, but I, it's I, fine. <clears throat> I, I, I get it. I get it. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, he opens the door and, um, the stone sands, the next chapter, it's a big one. Do you want to know why it's a big one? Because, uh, lots of people die, I'm assuming, but none of our heroes. Yeah. Our heroes are really good at surviving. Yeah, yeah, those hero shields. Damn, so we're going to have to get to the Sanshin, like, fairly, sooner than I expected. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, uh, but thank you for that super chat. Uh, total aside, but Sanshin equals Sean Chan. Rhymes with Lon Ann. Sanshin. No, it's not in the In the glossary. book it says it's Sanshin. Yeah. In the glossary, in the glossary for at least the Great Hunt was the Sanshin. We looked it up in the glossary of the Great Hunt. And I'm not going to say the Sanshin, because Sanshin sounds weird. Yeah. I, I, I like Sanchen. Sanchen, yeah. We're gonna go with that. Sanchan, I don't know. It's actually mm-hmm. Shang-Chi. <laughs> Sanchen, yeah. Oh, man. Um, <coughs> yeah, Sanchen. Sean? Sanchen. Oh, I hate that. Sanchen. No, that's Sean-Chan. They're the Sean-Chan. I'm pretty sure it's different in The Great Hunt. I don't like Cause it. Because we looked it up. I don't like it. I like San. We're gonna go Chen. with Sanchen. Sorry, guys. But like, no, it's Sean Chan. I don't want to get to Rand or to, to, to Jordan Con next year and be made fun of for how I perceive the Sanchin. But it's the Sean It's Chan. too late now. We've said it yeah. too many times. Sean Chan sounds insane to me. Sean Chan. Sean Chan. No, but they're both emphasized, so it'd be Sean Chan. <laughs> the Sean Chan. All right, let's go on. Yeah. They're not in the rest of this chapter, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, we're fighting now. There's Trollocs. There's Fades. Fades. There's, There's... Lanamoraine doing magic stuff. Yeah. Perrin is going full young bull. Mm-hmm. This this chapter is nuts. And Lanfear is like following Rand around as Rand is fighting. Yeah, she just like will like pop in every now and again and be like, you're stronger. That's I, hot. Can you like, can we talk? Like, I, I know there's stuff going on, but like... Like, you know, I you're like mine. Our more important. Yeah, you're mine. Uh, we can rule the world together. Like, let's go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so uh, I, I really love the way that Rand is portrayed in this chapter. I feel like they did a really interesting thing where he walks out and he's like, Wow, what do I do? Um, the, the men, they, they look scared. Oh. I'm going to rally people to me. Mm-hmm. And he rallies people to him. And, and, yes. and really, like, I was like, oh, like, we're starting to see the leader version of Rand. And I think what I love about it is that Elaine is the catalyst for that. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I had he complained. Needed someone. I complained in previous books about how I felt like Elaine was giving, been given a little bit of a short shrift in terms of, like, character development. Yeah. And, and so I really love that what we're getting here is Elaine is being developed 
as being really useful because of um, because of her upbringing mm-hmm. and like her her value to Rand beyond their love is in her intelligence mm-hmm. and in what she knows and how she brings that to him and how she teaches him. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's just a really nice way to write a relationship and that so much of her love for him is how much joy she feels in being respected and um, uh, treated as intelligent by him. Yeah. And just like the way that Robert Jordan writes their relationship in these chapters in particular, I was really impressed by it and I yeah. really, really liked I really like it too. Yeah. It, it was so... It was... It was really beautiful after, like, we've had three full books of no real, no, not of not really, like, romantic relationships between people. Because the characters are young and, the, you know, there's other things that are more important, obviously. Um, and so I was very curious. I was very curious how these, these sections would get written because there's obviously... Obviously, the wheel of time is very horny. Like there, yes. you, you can't. I'm sorry, you can't deny that. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I was because it hadn't really the because the like romantic relationship stuff hadn't really been written at all in the first few books. I was just super curious about how Robert Jordan was going to handle it, and like spot on. It's uh like so well done. Yeah, because I also I, really like the parent and Fiola relationship. Like yeah, it's like weird and like kind of like shitty as it is. It's like real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, we we did gloss over the um. That um, Rand has a loose Theron outburst at Lanfear. A loose Theron outburst? Yeah, where he says something. Because she was like, no, I love you or whatever. And he's like, but you loved power or something along those lines. And they're both taken aback by it for a second because it's not actually Rand who says it. Oh, he, I didn't pick up on it not being Rand. Interesting. Yeah. It's, that, that wasn't like super clear to me. Interesting. I, yeah, I like that reading of it for sure. Well, because I, I don't think Rand would have that insight as to what that like... Yeah, no, for sure. No, yeah. Um, you're right. I, 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 you know, we kind of power read through this and I, I think that I didn't like attribute that to be more than anything, but like you're, I totally agree with what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, like um, it was It was a really interesting moment because we've seen it with Matt with the... Uh, the... the not the ancient language. The, the old, old tongue. tongue. That's yeah. the one. Um, so, you know, it's, it is interesting that um, there is there is a little bit of that in Rand as well. Mm-hmm. I didn't um, pick up on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, in this chapter, uh, some of my favorite things, I don't want to go into, like, the beat by beat of the fight because it's too the, hard the to talk about. The fight is a lot. It's yeah. a lot. Um, but my favorite beats in it are uh, that, the, you know, the fades are still doing this thing where they tie the trollocs to them. So the trollocs die when you take out the fade. Yeah, so you go for, you, you, do, you don't worry about the trash, you kill the main boss first. But it's, it's a good tactic because there's only a few people in the stone that can actually take out a fade. A fade, yeah. And so, like, Rand is more useful here than even in other fights, right? Well, actually, the Aiel seem capable, like, a few of them can take down a fade at least. Yeah, so but a lot of the nice. Aiel were killed. Yes. Rand comes aside and there are dead Aiel at his door. Yes, because Crazy. there was also Greyman, yeah, yeah. right? And um, so the Aiel wouldn't have, like, seen them, which what, is terrifying. What, Fandom, thank you so much for the super chat. Um, each of the three women teach him to do something important. I love that. I, I hope that yeah. that continues to be a trend. Yeah. On, I think even Egwene has taught Rand things so far. Phil, um, I, I'm too dyslexic to read that. Can you read that? Philosophical, philosophicalist? I don't know. Something Phil, like Philosophical solipsist. Sorry, but thank you. Philosophical... Phil, Phil, thank you for the super-duper chat. (laughs) Um, Don't forget Rand names Lanfear's name Mieren. Um, I don't think... I didn't pick up on that. I don't think he does that in this section. I think he might have in that conversation. I feel like I would have noticed that. 
Oh, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't. I might have missed that. That is a new word to me, but um, um, thank you for the Philosophicalophosophicalist. <laughs> you just broke, nerdy. <laughs> Anyways, this fight is wild. Mm. Um, we also have um, we also have uh, uh, fighting each other. Yeah, they, they they when the fades start to go down, they turn on each other. Like I yeah. really liked that. Um, and the fades, there were two fades that fought each other, weren't there? Or yeah, or yeah, maybe I don't know. There was a lot going on. It, it was, was hard to keep track of. Chaotic. But I like I like that. I like the chaoticness of the fight. Because the the moments what's fun about Robert Jordan's writing of combat is that the, the chaotic moments are really chaotic. And so it makes the moments that he decides to be explicit about really mm -hmm. stand out. Mm -hmm. um, like when Matt is saved, or this isn't a future chapter, but Matt is saved by Trollocs because they're kind of going crazy and starting to do kind of random things. Yeah. It's really fun in the way that like Robert Jordan chooses what um, to pick out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he's, um, we've said this before, he's really great at writing um, chaos and battle yeah. and stuff. And, and that kind of thing and so um it definitely showed through during this section as well and Lanfear is just there she's like hey like we're chatting and he's like S -s 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 and and he like he like slams her against the wall and she is still able to like control like she's like good try like she wait because he doesn't he doesn't know how to shield like he he can do it accidentally but he he, he is trying to shield Lanfear and I, I like the writing of this because he pushes yeah. it against the wall and in the time it takes him to he's like Oh, how did I shield earlier? Like, oh, he doesn't remember in time, and so yeah. she shields him instead. Mm -hmm. And I, I like, or not shields, I think she just pushed me against the wall, because he keeps her against the wall. And then they're both just against the wall looking at each other like... Yeah. And she's just like chilling. She's like, She's hey. so casual. Oh, yeah, she's enjoying it. She's like, this is hot. Oh, yeah. She <laughs> wants him to do that. You yeah. know what I mean? She's like down for this, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, use the power, push me around a bit, <laughs> you know? As long as he's not trying to hurt her. Yeah. But she's like, oh. Tie me up, Daddy. Like, let's go. Oh, and then he has to go back for Kalendor. Well, no, she's like, did you, uh, did you, did you forget something? You left that? the most powerful weapon in the stone uh, alone. And he's like, ah, yeah, no, yeah. you're right. Yeah, should probably go, uh, go get that. You're right. Damn it. And so he like is he he's like yeah. And so he grabs Kalendor, and he starts to do. You know, I don't know if you guys have seen X two, the X Men movie, but he starts to do the thing where he's like, all right, I'm gonna kill everyone with my mind mm -hmm. um but if he's like if i kill everyone on earth it'll kill me too it's literally x2 this is x-men 2 x-men united i love it yeah uh -huh, uh -huh. and he's like okay so then he has to like zoom it in and he zooms it in down 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 actively just like kills uh just the talks and the fades in the tower by miniature lightning strikes, like, I hope this is on the show. This would look so cool in live action, where there's, like, fighting in the hallways, and just, like, little beams of lightning start poking through the ceiling, killing just specifically the Trollocs and the Fades. Yeah. Rad. Rad, rad, rad. Yeah. Rad, rad. This is the point where, like, I'm following the Dragon Reborn because he's going to win. <laughs> he's he's going to oh, win. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you have no hope. And, and like, Moraine is like, how the fuck? Like, yeah. And so Rand, uh, Rand, uh, they, they all kind of gather with Rand, and he's like, all right, Moraine, Heal me up. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you the plan tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. There's always tomorrow. Tomorrow also happens to be the day that the girls are leaving because and they die. Well, we don't know that yet. But Amico oh. and uh, what's her face, Joya. I always forget Joya. Jo yeah, I don't know um, why. I don't know why. She's like what Egwene named her daughter. Tomorrow is the day that Rand's gonna say what's going on, and also that. Um, uh, Amico and uh, Joya are leaving, and so Nynaeve, Elaine, and Egwene are leaving. 
And so, and you know, everyone has kind of a weird night ahead of them. Everyone needs to figure some stuff out tonight yep. because tomorrow is the day. Um, tomorrow. Tomorrow's the day. Uh, Space Sue says, this is the saddest moment in the series for me. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you for the super chat. Yeah, the, the, this next section is going to be like, I think, a little heart-wrenching, you know? What about the next section? Well, everyone's leaving one another. Oh, right. Like yeah, everyone is yeah. has to, everyone has figured out where they need to go. And I think that unlike previous times, I think I think we're starting to get to a point. I think some people aren't going to make it back. Yeah. yeah. Or is the, I, some people are never going to see each other again after this one. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think. We also do get the moment with Rand um, trying to heal the girl. The, like, little Oh, the freaking... Oh, my God. I totally blocked that out of my memory because it hurt so <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah. If Egwene had been there, she could have cried on the little girl. But, like... Egwene's tears. You gotta bottle that shit and sell it. Um, <laughs> I need to stop making that joke. Um, no, yeah. This was... The, that was awful. So sad. Because it's just, like, her corpse, like, flailing around. And you're like, yeah. this is a, like, horrendous visual. And Lorraine is like, you can't. You need to stop right now. Oh, yeah. my God. And I think in that moment, I think that that is the lesson for Rand mm -hmm. about I need to do something about it because not doing anything is just as bad. Well, and that's um, his Superman moment, right? Yeah. Like, th this, th I think that this little girl is... Uh, Topher, thank you so much for the thank super you chat. For the super Please be talking about the little girl. Yeah, we will. Um, I think that, like, yeah. you know, the most important moment in the story of Superman is the moment when um, his father dies. Not, not his biological father, um, but John Ken. Uh, Jonathan Ken. Um, because it's the moment where he realizes, uh, as Superman, that um, he has all this power, but he can't save everyone. Yeah. Um, but it, 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 it is the instigating moment for him to decide that he will always do what's right. Yeah. yeah and I yeah, think yeah. that this sure. moment with this little girl, obviously it's a little different because this is someone he could have saved if he'd acted earlier. So it's not quite the same lesson. Yeah, yeah. But it gets into a similar um, in, 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 uh, idea about the character being like, you know what, like... I, I this is I can't let this happen. I have to act. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and it's and it's like it's just it's a small moment really in the scale of what everything that happened, right? It's yeah. like him and this little girl's corpse and Maureen beside him, and like I, oh God, I really hope, I really hope he trusts Maureen at some point in this series. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was hard because you you know that your main characters are learning a really really like awful lesson. But that is going to save people in the future. Um, yeah, I, I hope they well find a way to do this in the show without it feeling undercut by the moment, by the final episode of season one. Because, like, yeah, it, it's tough, right? Like, you really want to, like, you, you want to distinguish those lines. Yeah. And I think that the books have done such a good job distinguishing the line of when healing can happen. And... Yeah. Yeah. I the the more the more we the the further we get from that moment in the show. I, I mean, I've said what I've said about the finale. I don't think that it's a good episode of television, but um, the that moment in particular really is tough for me. Oh, so much snow. Yeah. Eh, okay, it's fine. It's fine. You're just gonna be wearing latex all day. Well, no, I'm just worried about those boots, the yellow boots. Oh yeah. Mine. Yeah, we'll be careful. Ah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, that moment, uh, it hurt. It hurt. Um, yeah, and so uh, we're, we get into, like, the next few chapters are really about everyone kind of deciding what's next for them, right? Yeah. And Egwene's way of doing that in the next chapter is to go into Teleran Riyadh yeah. and try and figure some stuff out. She's like, I'm going to, I'm gonna like, dream walk in Tenchiko and see if I can, like, find the Black Asha. Yeah, if there's something here that indicates that there is any truth to what um, Amiko is saying, I think, yeah. Yeah, um, mm. and 
the she she can't find anything because the 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 dream world is like no go to the waste. Well, she finds that like weird um, angriel. Yeah, I think it's an angriel that's mm-hmm. like broken, and she picks it up. And oh, it that's hurts right. Her. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so yeah, it does seem like it's one of those things where she's like, well, maybe the because it, it, it's broken, it hurt. Um, yeah, I'm excited so, to see how that plays out in the real world. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be... It, it's got to be important. It wouldn't be mentioned if it wasn't, but... Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> Eric Schrecker was like, who's Claru's Ka- cosplay us today? And Dakuna said, as David Webb. <laughs> yeah, I've got a fake beard. Actually. Yeah, she's going to cosplay as my acting name. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a good look for me. I look great with the beard, actually. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, and so, um, yeah, so she keeps getting pulled to the waist, and then she meets Amis, Amis, maybe? Amis, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and Amis is like, what are My boy! Stop. What have they done to my boy? Um. (laughs) The mic still peaks so hard. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Oh, Um, man. (laughs) Yeah, the, uh, I, I really liked how Amis is like, what are you doing? Who are you? Yeah. I want to teach... You have to come to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to come to Cold Rocks. You don't know what you're doing. You're going you're gonna to die. Like, Which is probably true, right? Oh, like, yeah. Leandra, in the, last, in the last book, Leandra looked at her in the dream world. Like, mm-hmm. she's not safe there. And it's Amis. Okay. Amis. Amis. Okay, cool. Um, I, 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 Amis seems cool. Oh, yeah. Amis, Amis feels like what Nynaeve would have grown up into if she had stayed in the dream world. Yeah, especially the way that they talk about her when they ask Avi about her. Mm-hmm. She's like... Oh, yeah. Her. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, yeah, Egwene keeps getting, like, pulled there, and so then she, like, follows. I love when she, like, puts on the Aiel garb. She's like, I don't mean to hurt you. And then she's naked, and she's like, ah! <laughs> I found that so funny. Um, but, yeah, she doesn't really learn much, except that there is something wrong. There's, in Chico. Like, there, there is a trend in these books. Women just randomly are naked a lot in the dream world. There's a lot of women naked just kind of randomly. To be fair, we've only really seen women in the dream world that often except for Perrin. And when he's a wolf, he is naked. Yeah. There's just, there's a lot of moments of women being like, oh, I'm naked all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, it happens with Fail, it happens with Egwene, it happens with Swan. Like, Min sees Swan just, like, naked on the ground. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, that was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, 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 yeah, there's just a lot that, it, it seems to, that women are just, like, naked a lot. For no reason. Hey, as long as everybody's naked a lot in the dream world, that's fine. I guess. It just seems to only be women, really. Yeah, because we've mostly seen women in the dream world. Yeah, that's true. But also, like, men men get caught shirtless a lot. Perrin was fully nude one time. Yeah. So I guess it's Perrin and women get naked in these books. Yeah. Hey, that's fine with me. Um... (laughs) Uh, yeah, so, uh, so basically Amis is like, you have to come to Cold Rock's Hold. Yes. Cold Rocks Hold, mm-hmm. which I'm, I'm, I want to know why it's called Cold Rocks Hold in a Desert. I'm excited about that. That name just evokes so many possibilities to me. I think it's really mm-hmm. cool. I also loved the image of like the lion and the boar in the dream world. Yeah. That was very cool. Um, Matt was fully after being healed. Actually, you know what? Bakakam, uh, that's a good point. That's a good oh, point. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Parvaja says the disproportionate female nudity gets worse. Uh, great. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Because the rocks are cold. Deserts can be cold. No, it's true. I just, yeah. There's something about cold rocks hold 
that the name evokes like so many possibilities in terms of what that means. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's a cool it's a cool like. I'm so excited to go to the fantastical waste. name. Yeah, Y'all, me it's, too. It's gonna be. So I want to go to the waste so freaking, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it. so uh, the ideal woman. Uh, I, I do like that she's no longer a maiden of the spear. We learn that later, but she's holding her spear in these dreams. Yeah. Which is really cool. And uh, Egwene wakes up and is like, uh, Egwene just wakes up. That's it. That's the end of it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they wake her. She, like, wouldn't wake up right away. Well, yeah. No, she, she, she wakes up on her own. They've been trying to wake her. Mm -hmm. And so she doesn't wake up until she's ready to wake up this time, which is different from every other time. Well, I think it was also Emmy's, like, holding her there, potentially. Right, right. But I'm yeah. saying, like, the, the it's not something that the girls do that wakes her up. They've been trying to wake her up. Nynaeve is, like, walking over with the picture. She's about to, like, go full, like, picture to the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Hot Rock Hold is a massage parlor. <laughs> I might go to Hot Rock Hold next week, get a little, get That'd my nice. lower back just, oh, the guys, co Comic-Cons, walking on the cement at Comic-Cons, brutal for your lower back. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Uh, so Egwene is, well, Egwene wakes up and she tells the girls what's up and she's like, guys, like, I think I need to go to the waist. And um, Nynaeve is like, I don't like you. And Elena's like, we understand. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. We get it. And then she's like, Avienda can leave you. Like, and what I'm like, Elaine, like, Avienda's in the room. Yeah, you, you can, can ask. ask. Be like, can you take her? Oh, no, Avi will take you. Yeah, Avi, Avi can go, right? You have nothing else to do in your life, right, Avi? Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I mean, I guess. And then conveniently, Maureen comes in and is like, ah, there's a letter. Avienda, you must go. <laughs> but, but I was confused about the letter, because Amis says to go to Cold Rock's Hole to Egwene, but Amis isn't in Cold Rock's Hole. Amis is in Riuadin, Dian. Rio Dian, because um, so Amis wants them both to leave the tier at the same time, but she wants Avienda to go to Ruia Dian, so, and she wants uh, Nynaeve, or she wants Egwene to go to Coldark's Hold and wait for her until she gets to Rio Dian so that she can see Amis, and then Amis will leave to go. I was like, why not just have them both come to you and Ruia Dian? So maybe the I've letter been, would have been sent. Yes, the letter is right. there. There. These two things are happening actually at different times, even though the letter is or is there now. <laughs> Space suit, thank you so much for the spoiler chat. Super chat. Prepare thyself. RJ is here to write naked women getting spanked and chew bubble gum, <laughs> and he's all out of bubble gum. <laughs> what a movie! They live. Oh, if you've never seen the movie, they live. Highly recommend. <laughs> the Piper's great in it. Like, oh, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah. So uh, Moraine is like, Wayne is like, I'm going to the waste, and Moraine is like. Alright. You just do something. Just yeah, yeah. To just make a choice. Um <clears throat> Yeah. And uh Moraine is like, here's the boat you're going on. It's the Atha An Mier. Uh, yeah, so yeah. you want a fast ship? I got you a fast ship. Yeah, but it's not the spray, so it's not a good ship. I know. Where is ship captain? Donde is the Beldomen? Excuse me. Where is he? Yeah. I need my ship captain. Yeah, this is unacceptable. We've gone too long. Yeah, it's been so many chapters. I know. God damn it. I, like, I think we haven't seen him since the end of Great Hunt, right? Did we see him at all in Dragon Reborn? Guys. I don't think so. The main character of this series is not here. Yeah, it's so weird. I just, yeah, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> um, oh, man. Did you recognize the reference to the three-pointed star in a circle? I did not. But I'm curious about Three that. Point star in a circle. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I just miss Ship Captain. Um, I miss Ship Captain a lot. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. And so that kind of is like, that is pretty much most of where we leave with um, Egwene and them. 
Oh, and Maureen also tells them that Amiko and um, Joya, Joya are, are dead. dead. So Amiko and Joya have been killed. And they're like not really sure how. Because mm -hmm. the like they're like there's definitely some shadow spawn that was able to do this, but we actually like don't know what did it. So that's fun. Mm -hmm. I love that for us. <laughs> yeah. So Perrin and Matt are in the bar, and this is the bar scene where um, Perrin and Matt find out that um, that the white cloaks are in the two rivers. Yeah, the white or, or, or Perrin isn't in the bar, but Perrin is. We find out later in the chapter that Perrin was in the bar. Yes, but, he found yeah. out as well from probably another person. But yeah, we find out that the White Cloaks have gone to the two rivers and they're looking for someone with yellow eyes. Yeah, and so the so Matt like runs. Matt finds us out in the bar and he mm -hmm. runs back to Perrin. He's like, Perrin, dude, two rivers. And dude. Perrin's like, I'm going. And Matt's like, I'm. I'm gonna. Mm. I'm gonna. I can't say it. Yeah, yeah. Something is something is stopping me from. It, 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 I, you know what? The, the, the new actor who plays Matt is going to have the great scene because it's going to be like Liar Liar with Jim Carrey when he's like, the pen is a blue. Yeah. <laughs> the pen is blue. Um, I'm excited uh, for the scene. I think it'll be fun to watch the actor be like, you know, and yeah. it's, it's, it's a fun thing to play. To like, yeah. I can't actually. I hope like, the new Matt's funny. The new Matt better be, he better be comedically talented. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. Barney Harris was great. He got, he got, he's got big, I do not envy him. He's got big shoes to live up to. Yeah, whoever. I think that even the most, even the most, like, the furthest on the side of, like, not liking the show, across the whole spectrum, I think for the most part, everyone's like, Barney Harris was a great actor and did a really good great job. Great, Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm definitely open to the new guy. I'm, I'm excited to celebrate his performance, but, mm -hmm. like, uh, th yeah, that's a tough, that's a tough role to step into. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, uh, Perrin, uh, Perrin is going to go. He's going to go to talk to Loyal. He's going to, like, make a plan. He's going to leave. Uh, and uh, Matt is like, I can't for some reason. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I guess I'll stay. Like, <laughs> and like Matt is so independent that like I feel bad for him because this is really tough for him. Like he's like the last person who's gonna want to deal with this. And he's also really struggling that with his memories. Oh, we haven't talked about that yet. Well, yeah, he's just he's really like he he's really upset that he can't remember like big chunks of things that have happened and like that that I can't I can't imagine how frustrating yeah. that would be. Really right? tough. Yeah. And so I feel I feel bad for Matt in a lot of ways. Cause I'm like, is it his luck? Is it his Taviranness? Mm -hmm. Is it Moraine? I don't think it is Moraine, but there's like a ten percent chance it might be. Like I don't think it is at all. Yeah, I, I don't know. No, based on based on what happens in based on the door stuff that we're going to talk about in the final chapter of this week, um, I don't think it's Moraine. I really do think it's 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 inherent to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is the next part fail? No, the where we still have to talk about Matt leaves parents' room, oh. and Berlaine walks by, and he's like, "Milady," and she ignores and him, like, and he's like, "I said hi." He's like, "What the fuck?" And she's like, "Yeah, no, she's too much like me." Which I was like, "Are is." She, is she saying that, like, they're both sluts? Too like, horny. Too horny. Yeah, yeah. She's like, no, it would be too easy to sleep with him. No, they would just have I'm too easy. much sex and never get anything done. You know what I mean? Like, they'd have to just, like, drop trow at, like, anything. And it yeah, just, fair. Nothing would get accomplished. You know what? Fair. Yeah. That's, that, that's, I don't know. I feel like nymphomaniacs do well together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard to be with a nymphomaniac if you're also not because they just need a lot of Not sex. in this world because you could just get more people involved. That's true. Right? Like, you, you know, find a nymphomaniac and then get multiple partners. You, you take shifts. Yeah, you, you take write it shifts. on the shift. You write it on the fridge. Oh, God. Oh, man. Um, and so, yeah. So now uh, she barrels in on Perrin um, because his shoulders are nice. 
And, and his eyes look cool. She needs a blacksmith. And she, yeah, she, <laughs> this whole scene is so funny to me. I know, um, yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm good. And then much like um, Elaine finding out about Berlaine in, uh, in, in Rand's room, uh, Fayette like walks in on them. Yeah. And she's like, you know, before, before Fayette walks in, she, he, she's like, you know, if you're headed towards the two rivers, you could like come to my inn first and like make some ornamental stuff for my bed. Yeah. And I was like, wow, you are not subtle. No, 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 not at all. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. She gives no fucks. Yeah, I, I, also, she wants him to tell or Rand. All the fucks, She's I like, guess. I'm leaving. You need to tell Rand. And he's like, tell a servant. I'm not your... I'm yeah, not he's like, I'm not gonna... Excuse me? Like, she, uh, she's very, um... Pushy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a way to say it. Yeah. Um, it's, a. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> it's my mom. Um. Yeah. She's 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 hurt and she. I I I. Or I. Sorry. No. Um. She's she's pushy. She she feels like scared of Rand, which I understand. Um. Because yeah. Look crazy. Yeah. 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 Oh, a hundred percent. Um. Like, I I totally get that. But like the, her like forcing Perrin to like be the one to. I, she, yeah. She's just she, she pisses me off. <laughs> Would you say you're not a fan of Berlin? Uh, no. Yeah. Not really. You're not feeling the thirst of Mayim? Look, I mean, hey, girl, get it. If you, if you, you need, you need to fuck, I, I, like, I, I get it, I get it. But you, you're, like, deliberately wedging yourself into places that, like, you shouldn't be, and it's, I don't, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so Fayil comes in. And she she sees Perrin um like fight or uh Berlaine is like lightly stroking Perrin in a way that looks like he might kiss her or she might kiss him. Yeah. And I, I just imagine that Perrin is literally saying they're like, um yeah. hey, I don't please leave. Yeah. Uh, how many how many times is Berlaine? I, I imagine Berlaine is like, none of these men want to sleep with me. This is very weird. Yeah, yeah. She's like, what's going am I am I losing touch? Like am, have I lost it? Like, um, and so she, uh, so, so Berlaine, like, leaves. She, like, gives Viola, like, boo. Uh, and, uh, uh Viola's kind of like, well, god damn it, dude. Like, do you want me to say or not? And he's like, I don't. Maybe I will sleep with Berlaine. And Viola's like, oh, damn. What? Yeah, wow, that's so mean. Right? Like, yeah. Good for you, Perrin. No, seriously. Yeah. Go, like, if, if, if you think that the woman that you love is in danger by being around you. The right, this is the right thing to do. It's, it's, it's tough. It hurts her. And I, I'm not saying that like, but like at the same time. Yeah. I, he I got, he, if, if, if he genuinely believes that she would be better off not with him, this is the right call. I, I agree with him here. It's only the right, it's the right call if you can be honest with the person and be like, look, that like, no, but it's like the hurting her with the, uh, with Berlaine is, I, I, I just hate that. No, I, I know, I know. But, like, you, he's tried everything, right? Like, he has to he has to get her away from him because she's going to keep getting hurt in front of him, right? Like, yeah. he had to save her from the dream world because of him. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he, it, it's not even, like, like hypothetical. She has already been hurt by being around him. Yeah. Spacey, thank you so much for chat. Thank you for the super uh, chat. Spacey asks, which lady would have the best OnlyFans? Berlaine, because she'd be, like, down for it. Yeah, Berlaine would be like, no, I know, I know like what my strengths are but like honestly like as far as like the business side of it i think maureen 
No, Maureen would manage a bunch of other girls' OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She'd be, like, the manager for everybody. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, someone oh. said it's the childish way to do the right thing. I agree with that. I don't think it's the right... I don't think it's the right method, but I think that, right. like, Perrin's heart is in the right place. Yes, yes, yes. I will agree with that. And, sure. like, I wouldn't have done it that way. I, You know, I'm personally of the mind that, like... But, like, I, I have a different perspective, right? Like, I, I, I live in a modern world where I'm like, oh, like... If a woman wants to fight next to me, I'm down. Perrin's raised in a world where he thinks that he is, like, responsible for the health and safety of her. Mm -hmm. That You know what I mean? And, like, that, it's just a perspective change. I would never ask, you know, Ariel not to fight by my side in a situation like this. But that that's because we're, it's a, we live in a different time and there's different expectations in relationships now. Yeah. Whereas, like, Perrin would have been raised to, like, put the women in the back, protect them at all costs. Like, yeah. you know, that's just, it's, it's a different, it's just that. And I think that, I'm not saying that, like, he's doing a kindness to her. Like, he's, he's you know, it, it obviously hurts, and he knows that it's going to hurt. But yeah. I still think that, like, if he thinks that it's the only way to keep her alive, you know, there's there, there would be a selfishness in, like, putting her in harm's way just so that he can be near her. Yeah. And I, I, I can respect the I can respect the idea of it. And, you know, he's he will literally do anything to keep her safe, which is romantic in its own way, right? Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. I just, yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those, like, between a rock and a hard place things, right? Because of the society. Yeah. Um, and Fayil takes yeah. this totally rationally. She chases Berlaine down oh the hallway and God. starts to, like, try and kill her. Threaten her? Yeah, yeah. I, I, she tries to stab her. I, Berlaine I, I, is just good at fighting. Yeah, I kind of hated it, to be honest. Especially because, like, in Fayil's head, she's like, what am I doing? I'm like, yeah, girl, what the fuck are you doing? Like, that's not... <clears throat> you don't... I don't know. The, the, I hate... <laughs> Andy Pickle says Len Fear would have more subs. Going back to the OnlyFans thing, oh, Len Fear would be the best at OnlyFans. Oh yes, yeah. Len Fear a thousand percent. Like, um, like Amaranth is Len Fear. Yes, get it. Make that bag. Um, yeah, yeah. I kind of hate this next scene because I'm just like it's such the like tropey women fighting over the guy thing. I just... I, I don't know. This was what Avianda said, and we were celebrating Avianda saying it earlier, so... No, 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 but Avianda was like, no, you, like, challenge her to a duel. Not like you, like, run after her in the hallway after you, like, catch them. It just... It's just, like, I don't think Avianda... I don't think Avianda would distinguish the two. I think Avianda's like, no, you go stab her. <laughs> no, Avianda no. hears about this and goes, God, why am I hanging out with a Gawain? That Fail girl knows what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was, it was first of all, fun that Berlaine, like, has some kind of training, right? Fayel just doesn't uh, totally makes murder sense. her in if you, if you If you were the queen of a, a nation that has this, like, larger nation that's constantly attacking, you would have some training, right? Yeah, like, you would, to it's totally, sure. Robert Jordan, this is the thing about Robert Jordan's writing, right? Like, he writes these little things that you're like, oh yeah, of course that makes that sense. That makes absolute sense. With the world that you've built, mm -hmm. that makes a thousand percent sense. Yeah. And it's, I think it's why, like, these, these, these books, these Wheel of Time books just are so engrossing and it's because the world building is so consistent to me yeah. that even when things happen that I don't necessarily love the the world the world that he's built is so consistent and it, the structure of it works mm -hmm. and like when I'm like oh the political structure of the white tower makes no sense it is a bad political structure it's meant to it be. feels like bad writing until the moment where consequences happen because the political structure of the white tower doesn't work mm -hmm. and I'm like god damn it Robert Jordan you brilliant man Brilliant motherfucker. Um, like my brother, thank you so much for joining three for months. three months. Thank you. Uh, remember, Perrin is a blacksmith, and he knows you need to hit hard to get the job done, so it stands true that he is rude to Fayo. He's like, nah, I gotta, Fair. I gotta just go right for the jugular. Uh, yeah. Well, but he's also been spending, like, 
days trying to get her to leave. Like, it's not like this is the first thing he tries to, right? <gasps> Samantha, so, A. I think you sort of that super duper chat. Holy crap. Uh, this awkward scene between Fael and Verlaine is a pattern level event, i.e. Perrin's severeness. Mm -hmm. She described as not having control of her actions, even though she's mortified by them. The pattern wanted her to be clued in to the Ogier Oath. The, like... Right. I really like... I like that reading of it, Samantha. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, thank you so much for that super chat. Holy crap. Wow. Um, yeah, that's unbelievable. The, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, it is one of those things where um, they really hammer hard the, like, that you... It's like saying a brave coward when you're talking about, like, uh, an ogier that doesn't keep their word or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and so I was Which like, Which is that's... interesting because Loyal is an ogier who didn't keep his word. Well, I mean, to he ran honest. off. Yeah. But he didn't, like, swear to... I don't fair, know. fair, 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 yeah. And, yeah, that, that one becomes complicated. But it is why per but it is why he is so worried about being found by his own people, right? Yeah. It's because he is not necessarily doing what they would want him yeah. to do. Yeah. But the idea of, of Fael being like, I know what I'm doing is, like, the worst, and still having to do it anyways, yeah, the Tiberianness is, like... It's, it's funny because you can just say anything is like Tavirin, but it, it makes sense. Yeah, I will also point out that my favorite thing about this is how cool Ruark is. Ruark is he the best! He just like comes out and grabs him and he's like, no. No. You are not allowed to leave your room. I'm taking your knives. And they're both kind of like, She like attacks him and he's like, no. Like he just, There's nothing either of them can do. They're like, yeah, okay, dad. And he's like, we will repeat our first conversation right here and now. And Berlin is like, oh, shit, okay. And, like, runs. Like, sprints. I, I like, hope we oh, find out what that know. first conversation is. I want to know. Yeah. Uh, Purple Aja, thank you so much for the super chat. We do smart corner at the end, Purple Aja, but we will read this. <laughs> um, Berlin realizes it's smarter move to seduce Fayol first. I'm saying. It's Fayol. I don't know. Fayol doesn't. Fayol seems. A little protective. Berlin. I think Berlin would have been better off seducing Elaine. And get to get at Rand. Elaine seems more open to it yeah, than I think yeah. Fayol does. Yeah, Fayol... Fayol does not seem like she shares well. No, no. And, you know, she was raised, um, like, nobility, so it yeah. makes sense that she doesn't share well. It would have been smart, like though. It. And honestly, I like Fayol so much, and Berlain seems like she's very attractive, so mm -hmm. I'd read it. Yeah, Rark is... Send me your fanfiction.net uh, Berlain Fayol fanfic. <laughs> I can't wait to get... Um, the Amis Rurark relationship, because um, that's gonna be really fun. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I cannot yeah, wait to see that. Ruark is the only one that can talk back to her. I cannot wait. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, and I, I feel like Ruark is gonna have to like teach Rand how to be like stoic in his relationship. Yeah. Like Lan is gonna teach him the sword. Ruark is gonna teach him how to deal with women. Because he's going to have three ladies. He's going to need... He's going to need a little training on how to, like, well, and not has, get pushed around all the time. Rurark has more than one wife. But, um... Oh, yeah, yeah. But I, whether or not it's two or more than that, Yeah, I'm also, this, sure. there are full-on sister wives now. People yeah. are like, they're not polyamorous. And I'm like, guys, there are yeah. sister wives. Yeah, you guys, to those of you who are like, no, they don't sleep together. Um, guys, you're, you're wrong. You're wrong. I don't buy it. Yeah. Um, and then we get to uh, the final chapter. Guys... We actually managed to pull this off in two and a half hours, and I feel like we only missed a couple of small things. I feel like we mostly talked about what we wanted yeah, to Yeah, there was, guys, there was so much. I'm so proud much, of it. So High five. So Pride. much in this section. I was like, how are we going to fit it in? Um, so Matt goes through the doorway. Oh my god, the Rark is going to teach him the other sword. <laughs> god damn it, Matthew King. That was good. Well done. Um, yeah, so the, um, the, the, the doorway, the portal to the... 
question world. Yeah. Um, Matt's like, yeah, I would never do that in a million years. That's the dumbest thing I could possibly do. And then the next day. And the cats came back the very next day. I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, yeah, it decides to uh, step through that archway. Um, Nemsi says, do fundamentalist Mormons sister wives bone? Okay. I hope so, because otherwise... According to Pornhub.com, the state in the United States that watches the most porn is Utah. Now, you would think that because Mormons can't watch porn, there wouldn't be a lot of porn viewing in Utah, and yet it is the state that consumes the most of it. It, it, Utah consumes more porn than the majority of countries worldwide. There are a lot of things Mormons aren't supposed to do. Uh-huh. Maybe they aren't even allowed to do them. They do them anyways. They do them anyways. I'm just telling you right now, they do it anyways. People are horny. People are horny. Yeah. And, uh, you know, five, ten years into a relationship, you try things. Yeah. And they're fun. Yeah. Um, maybe you don't do it, you're one. Yeah. But maybe you're five. I'm not saying you're one. Yeah. 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 No, you get bored. Um, so then, uh, Matt, Matt definitely asked Maureen's permission. Definitely. 100% asked Maureen's permission. Yeah, that's why they're all in it at the same time. Um, and so, uh, Maureen goes in, or, uh, sorry, uh, Matt, Matt goes, in, goes in, and then I wanted to read this passage from the book. Um. Ooh, we're getting a reading from Nerdy Knightley himself. So he asks three questions. He asks mm-hmm. three questions, and they're like, you have to go to Rio Dion. And he's like, okay, but why? And they're like, because you'll die if you don't go to Rio Dion. He's like, why will I die if I don't go to Rio Dion? And he's like, because you'll have uh, stepped around fate. And he literally wastes... It's like when someone makes the same wish three times from a genie. I was like, Matt. Yeah, Matt. Why didn't you think your three questions through first? Well, it seems like he did, and then he just had a brain aneurysm and forgot everything. I was like, Matt. Like, you, you wasted this opportunity on the same question. But the alien people who live in the door... Way. Way. Um, they are, like, stretched and have black slit eyes, and so I think that they look like the Utapauans, but not the upcoming Utapauan look from Obi-Wan Kenobi, but the original Utapauan okay. look from uh, Attack the Clones. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, sorry, from uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Uh, but then they, they, they feel bad for him. They're like, yeah, you wasted your questions, but as we throw you out, we're going to throw some other information at you. Um, and so the, the book reads, The three were on their feet atop the pedestals, and he could not tell which shrieked which answer. To marry the daughter of the nine moons, Sanchen, sorry, Shan Chan, uh, to die and live again and live once more a part of what was. Well, I think that's him obviously being a reincarnation of Manetherin. Um, oh, you don't think he's going to like be resurrected at some point in the series? I don't think resurrection is possible. I, I, I Look, I... Hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I thought that might be a reference to the dagger, but... Oh, the dagger, like that he had he had died and was kind of like revived. Mm-hmm. That's actually an interesting way to interpret that because I would buy into that. But no, there's no way he's going to go die and be resurrected. I I do not think. I think that in a world where you can resurrect people back to life, yeah, yeah. it's not. It did. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. that's why like D and D resurrection is like great because you're like, oh, my character died, but I love them and I still want to play them. But at the same time. The stakes are never as high. Like, if yeah. you can just bring them back. Um, the next line is really cool. To give up half the light of the world to save the world. Yes, so he's going to have to make the worst decision. I think I figured this one out. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, so hear me out, right? When the, So moonlight is a reflection of sunlight. So it's not like full sunlight, it's like half the light. Because it is the sun reflecting off of the moon. And he's going to marry the daughter of the nine moons. 
And so I think that he is going to have to give up his wife. I think that he's going to, at some point, make a decision that will sacrifice his wife, the daughter of the Nine Moons, to save the world. Or he'll lose her in some way. Sam, thank you for that super chat. Uh, please listen to Michael Kramer do the Finn scenes. They are on YouTube. The Finn scenes. I don't know what the Finn scenes are. Um, yeah, I'm not sure, but thank you for that super chat. Yeah, if you want to clarify, Sam, I would love to know what you mean by Finn scenes. Um, I think that he's going to have to give up his wife, who will be the daughter of the Nine Moons. Because what is it? Read what it says again. To marry the daughter of the Nine Moons. Yeah. And then two lines later, to give up half the light of the world to save the world. If half the light of the world is his wife, who is the daughter of the Nine Moons, because moonlight is, like, less light than sunlight. Well, and it is also, like, half of the time. Like. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's super interesting. I read it, and I was like, oh, he's going to have to kill a bunch of people to save everybody. But like that, that's okay. Cool. Because I think that it, I think cool, the, cool, cool, I cool. think I'm in this it. case, like the light of the world is his light, mm -hmm. the light of his world. I don't think it's literally the light of the world because I don't know what that could be. But I think the light of the world in this case is like, you know, you people say like you're the light of my life, right? Yeah. I think that like the light of the world to him will be his wife. Yeah. Who will be the daughter of the nine moons? Half the light of the world is the moonlight, right? Maybe I'm reading way too far into this, but this immediately came to me when I was reading last night. Yeah, no, I'm, I love that theory. Um, and then I didn't get that at all. The last line is, go to Rhea Dion, son of battles. Go to Rhea Dion, trickster. Go, gambler, go. And this is, this is where I was like, oh, um, the song, the, the song Joker, um, is about Matt. The what? The song. Like, I'm a Joker. I'm a smoker, I'm a midnight oh toker. Oh my god. I rolled the dice and cat in town. I was like so on this theory. I was like, this is the coolest thing. Son of battles, call me trickster. Go, gamble, go. You know what I mean? It's yeah. about him. It's all of his different names. I think that that is a Wheel of Time fan song. Yes, yes, it is 100%. If we do our if we do our submission for next the, year next for year, the Wheel of Time Idol, it'll be you, you'll be Matt. Anyway. I'm a gambler. I'm a trickster. I let loose the badger. Um, <laughs> uh, and oh, so man. he gets thrown out. He gets some answers that mean nothing to him because you know he's not he's not like professional foretellers like we are. He does not read the prophecies the way that Clarissa and I do. No, he is very bad at interpreting information. <laughs> Because he asks the, the same question three times. Joe Thomas, I am a professional singer. <laughs> yeah, is, don't know that how is to, my day job. Don't know, don't know how to tell this to you, but uh, <laughs> hate to break it to you. Oh God, um, that audition on Monday is so soon. Yeah. Um, and so he comes out, and then um, he's like, he like falls on the ground, and then a sh another person steps out, and he looks up, and it's Rand, and he's like. Right, what were you doing in there? Yeah. <laughs> and then another person steps out, and it's Moraine. And Moraine was like, oh, of course everything was crazy. You were both in there at the same time. And you're like, what the is The three happening? of you were in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think they told Rand? Um, I wish that they had told us. I think they will. I think they, yeah, I, I guess so. I, I hope that they do. But I was like, oh, they're going to tell us. We're going to find out what Rand does. And then, like. I was like, oh, we didn't get it. I know the next chapter is called Leave Takings, so I think that everything's going to be revealed at the beginning of the next chapter. Yeah. I think that the spoiler chats, um, uh, I think, I think that the, uh, what was I saying? Um, I think that the, I don't know. 
Oh, the spoiler group in our Discord uh-huh, uh-huh. specifically chose cliffhangers for us. Yes, yes, a hundred percent, which I, I get. Um, but god damn, I was like, I need to know what the hell. I want to know what Moraine asked. Yeah. Like, I want to know what her question. The Moraine are. one, I don't think we'll find out for a while. No, 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 no. I think we'll find out the Rain one much sooner than we find out the Moraine, Moraine yeah. one. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if like the very end of this book was like the postscript was a flashback to what Moraine learned in the thing that led to the events of this book or something yeah. like that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so um, that's kind of it. She's upset with them. Uh, they both are like, ah, oh, we read about it in a book. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Well, Rand did read about it in a book. I'm almost positive. Oh, no, I believe him. Yeah. Like Rand did, and Matt was like, yeah, I read too. I, I know how to <laughs> and read. The, and then he picks one word from each other. He's like, eh. Treasures. The treasures. Yeah, yeah, yeah I read right, treasures. Yeah, Matt, you're such a bad... Oh, God. Matt does not have a poker face, I don't think. Um, he oh, just right. gets good cards. No, Mr. Wrangler brings up something that we didn't talk about, about in the thing. Um, thank you, Mr. Wrangler. Uh, Matt doesn't have a translator. But Moraine yes. and Rand both do because they don't because speak the old tongue. Because they don't speak the old tongue, but Matt does. We also didn't talk about the right. no torches, no iron. Oh, but, you ha- but, but they kept asking about a musical instrument? No musical instruments. Uh, like, all yeah. the very random things, which... Tom Marilyn is not allowed. It's not allowed. It's one of those instances where this is, like, an alternate kind of, like, reality dimension, I think. Yeah. They, whatever. And, and so I don't, was, I don't think we'll have answers to those who things. Who was the agreement made with? Because the door's, like, hundreds of years old. Do you think that it's Luke's According Theron? to the agreement. Do you think it's, like, I a previous older. life of Rand? I think it's older. No, but, like, maybe not loose, but, like, do you think it's, like... Do you think a that Rand dragon? created it? Hmm. Because they would, they would have to be, like, bound there by someone super powerful, right? Yeah. Moraine actually does speak the old tongue. Is she fluent? Uh, did, they, did they say that Moraine had a translator? I don't think that they did, but Rand definitely did. Huh. I don't know if they said that Moraine had a translator, but, um... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that's a thing that we'll ever get, like, answers to. I think it's just, like, a thing that's weird that exists. Um, or maybe I'm wrong. But, um... Wait... <laughs> Wait, why, Dakuna, why did you just delete, why would you just delete Wheel of Time fan edit quoting me? I'm so confused. Maybe you were, like, too on the nose in a way. Yeah, but he just quoted me. I know. Yeah. I, 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 doing their best. I don't think Ellen or Sex Monkey are here, so. Wait, Dakuna's alone today? I, I think so. I'm, Dakuna, I'm so sorry. Oh my god, I didn't know. I did not realize. Dakuna, um, you crushed it. Yeah. What way to go. Dakuna, we Guys, really can we get some love in the chat for Dakuna for yeah. being alone today? Everyone, put some Nargs. If you got Nargs, put them in the chat for Dakuna. Mm-hmm. If you don't have Nargs, just show some love. Please. I didn't know Ellen and Monkey weren't here today. I, I haven't. I saw Monkey like twice, but I think they were at work, so we, we appreciate the heck out of you for mm-hmm. reals. Um, she brings up the translator first, but she speaks some of the old tongue. Okay. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Um, wow, Dakota, you crushed it then, because I wasn't spelled on anything today. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've not really been spelled by chat. I'm, I've been pretty good about looking at chat and, like, realizing what I don't want to read. Well, and things have been getting deleted, so thank you, Dakota, yeah. for that. We, we appreciate the heck out of you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. job, Dakota. I, I can't imagine. Yeah. yeah. I'm a terrible mod. Because uh, I can't pay attention to things. Um, <laughs> yes, some love in the chat for Dakuna. Get uh, it. Y'all, this has been... I don't think this... I'm going to be very honest before we get into high though. I don't think this has been the best episode of this podcast. It felt like we had a checklist of things that we had to get through because there was so much that happened. Yeah, this is... The, the, because it was... This was the densest. Yeah. This, and also, like, m- maybe my favorite section so far in any of the books. Yeah. 
partially because the characters are together. I do like when the characters are together. Mm -hmm. But this was tough. Like, I really do think this was this was a tough section of the book to, like, talk about in a two-and-a-half-hour format. Yeah. And yeah. There was a lot that happened. So thank you for being with us. I just love these characters. Right? Yeah. Like, I just love these characters. And yeah, I think that the world building is so on point. And, like, yeah, thank you for bearing with us trying to, like, get through this one. Because it was, like, um... Yeah. It was, it was a tricky little... It was a tricky little thing. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. It may not have been our best, but there was... There's uh, so much to talk about. And, um... <laughs> Dakuna made the sections for this book. Thank you, Dakuna. <laughs> thank you, Dakuna. Um, um... But, yeah, I hope that you guys enjoyed it. Um, but, uh, I hope that we all had fun today. I certainly did. It was so fun to bring you into my childhood home. Um... Yeah, I just, I, I love this section. I thought it was really good. There's just yeah. so much to talk about. Yeah, yeah, there was so much in there. But but it, it was also not, like, the, the other weird thing is there was so much that happened that we had to cover, but not a ton of things that were, like, deep dive worthy, except, mm -hmm. you know, I think that last chapter for sure. It mm -hmm. was just like, and then this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens. You know, like, it was very, um, just, like, sequential. Um but it sets up so many different things for this next section. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited to go to the waste. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for, like, who's going to group off with who. Because I think we're going to get some very different dynamics in the next little bit. Um, that I'm very much looking forward to. I don't know how... I'm not... I won't lie. I'm being completely honest. I'm not 100%. I'm, um, I'm not super stoked for Perrin going off to the Two Rivers. Oh, um, I am. I, 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 we need that section. It's going to be tough. Oh, it's going to be brutal, but, like, we need it. I think that it's going to be really important. Yeah, Metheny. Metheny, um, please spell Dakuna when you meet them. Also, thanks for the fun theories. Oh, Dakuna, the we got you. We're taking you out oh, for yeah. a, a nice, nice dinner. Yeah. Nice dinner. Because uh, Dakuna's going to be at Dragon Con, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, um, we're, we're treating you. I promise. I promise. Um, next week is also going to be difficult keeping it two and a half hours. Great. Love that. Love that for us. I love that for us. Well, um, hopefully we'll figure out a little bit of a better audio situation for next week. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, hopefully the audio is okay. We might, maybe we'll do it at the table next week. Um, DeRosa's the next section is why this is their favorite series. Okay. That's exciting. Let's go. So what was, uh, let's do our high lows then. Yeah, your high first. Part, um, for those of you who don't know, um, Nerdist Family has a tradition um, around the dinner table um, sharing the highs and the lows of the day or the week or the month or whatever it may be um, to just kind of have a that moment together of um, togetherness. Yeah, uh, and yeah so, it's about commiserating over our lows but celebrating our highs. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. We, we do a compliment sandwich. So my high, um, which it, that's tough. So be, I have a lot. And if you have a high-low in the chat as well, please share them. Please share them and, and see who else also has your high-low. Um, yeah. I think my high is honestly the scene with Elaine and Rand. Really? It was so beautifully done. And mm -hmm. I, I really had some apprehension about how Robert Jordan was going to write romance I mean, yeah. maybe that's weird maybe that's weird but it just um it was a really pleasant surprise to me the the flower with the feathers was like just i was like <laughs> so cute um and then the fact that it becomes a thing over the next couple days yeah um that was sure. just that was that moment um will well, i think will be one of my favorites through the series to come um, I love, and the beginnings of relationships are always, like, beautiful, right? I cannot wait to see, like, Min and Rand, like, and mm -hmm. how that happens. And, uh, yeah, I love beginnings. Um, and so that's my high. What's your low? 
My low is tough for this. I really, really like this section. I, I was very engrossed by this section um, mm -hmm. a lot. Uh, but uh, if I had to choose something, um, I think that it would honestly be... Uh, I, I think it's... A, I think it's... As much as I said that like I understand Prince's point of view, I think it's the Perrin and Fael stuff about the like lying. Like, like, I just, I wish that Perrin was being honest with Fael about his wolf brotherness and whatnot. Yeah. I think that, like, there's just some missing, uh, you know, I, I th he, he's doing his best, but it's just, it's just kind of like, dude, like, she already knows so much about you. Why is, why is this the thing that you're keeping from her? Yeah. Um, but. She already knows, yeah. yeah, she knows so much. It's just, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. What's your, uh, what's your low? My low... I think it's mostly because I love Fael so much. I really do like that character, and so I want the best for her, and I want people to stop lying to her. Yeah, I think my low is the moment between, like, Fael and Berlin. Like, it just is yeah. like, oh, God, it's it's this kind of thing. But, yeah, it's it's necessary. It's one of those things that's uh, necessary, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But your... Super easy for me. You're Yeah, really easy for me. It's uh, the the scene, the two or three scenes between Lanfear and Rand. Um, I oh, just, I, okay. I love really good villains and I think that they've set Lanfear up to be such an excellent villain in this yeah. section and I, I, I loved it. I, I loved how confusing it was for Rand, how difficult it was for him to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, I really, um, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. We, oh, we, we never talked about it. Maiden's Kiss. We it's made the it the title, title and we skipped it. I know. Y'all. I know. Maiden's Kiss. Oh, wait. No, we have Smut Corner left. We can talk about it in the Smut Corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. The Landfair and Rent. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you don't like to listen to Smut Corner, bye. We'll see you next week. Uh, <laughs> next week is chapter 16 here. to 26. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fun. Uh, five less chapters in this week, and yet I still feel like we'll have more to talk about. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm Nerdy Nightly. She's Clarice Flowers. Follow us on the internet. Uh, but if you want to stick around for Smut Corner, Clarice, where would you add uh, some Smut? I mean, this section is already so horny. <laughs> yeah, Matt. Matt is getting the smut. Already. Matt is already getting the smut, so I'm not. I'm not worried about him. Um, I, the the okay, the maiden spear thing was so funny because wasn't it Rurark who was like, yeah, who who's like, yeah, yeah, maiden spear, and he's like, I want to play, and she's like, no one ever asks to play this. Like they're like maiden's kiss. Maiden's kiss. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, would you play maiden's kiss for a kiss? Yes. Yeah, I think, yeah. like, the smut version of Maiden's Kiss is that they actually, like, hold the spear, like, right up against your dick. And it's, like, if you go soft, you're gonna, like, droop onto it. It's gonna hurt. No! Yeah. No, I hate that. Oh, my God. That's, like, that's a little too hardcore for me. I um, I think that Rand... I, I think that, like, if I was gonna add some smut here, I think that, like, Rand and Lanfear should have, like, you know, settled it oh sexual God. style. No, no. He should have held on to Klandor so he could be all goaded up with the sauce and they could get down sexual style. That's what I'm, you know. No, I hate that. I hate that. Can so you imagine much. having sex with someone while they're holding, like, the, a, a, sword. a sword? They're like, yeah. No, I, no. That's um, awful. Let's not do that. Matt and um, Tom are already spent. It's hard to add sex to those two because, like, honestly, it seems like they're pretty drained. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that, honestly, like, Fael and, Fael and Perrin need to just... They need to bone down. They need to just accept that, like, that's where they're at, you know? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. My smut that I would add is that um, the Trollocs, like, turn on each other, and there's, like, some really, like, it's, no. it's, it's very confusing, and then it's, like, they all get, like, really turned on for some reason, and it's just... 
the the Ryan just runs out a corner and he just sees like a pile of trollocs. Just having an orgy with a couple fades in the middle of it, you know, like because they're very confused about like lust and like anger. It seems like and they like violence, so maybe they're just like really like pent up. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I think Egwene and Avienda. Egwene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Egwene yeah. and Avienda. Oh, when they're riding back to the waist together, they're gonna like, you know, get in the back of a carriage and just like kind of fool around. Oh my god. Where? Where yeah. else? I, I feel like those are going. Oh no! 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 The most obvious one. How did we miss it? What? Lan and Roark. Lan and Roark. Of course. No, Lan and Roark, they smile at each other after they make fun of Rand together, and then uh-huh, they go out uh-huh. for a little lunch date. Uh-huh. Yeah. L- a lunch date. Or, you know what You know what a good one would be? It, like, Egwene, like, is like, I don't love you anymore, Rand. Let's have sex one last time. Like we did in my father's kitchen. Oh, my they, God. They need some goodbye sex. Or, no, like, could you imagine if the book started with, like, Rand and Egwene sleeping together, and in that moment realizing that, like, ah, oh, that wasn't good. <laughs> No, you know, we're That's not. That's how they break up. That's how they break up. They look at each other like, and they're kind of like, you're not compatible. This, uh, this is not going to work, actually. And they're yeah. both like, all right. Cool. Cool. Good times. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 Have fun. Berlaine and all of Rand's reflections. Matthew, that's kinky. That is. <laughs> that is very Oh, absolutely in front of Elaine, Joe Thomas. Elaine's taking notes. Elaine, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Egwene knows, Egwene knows what Rand likes, so Elaine's like, Oh my god. Okay, Alex, he likes a nibble on the thank ear. You for the, to know. Thank you for the super chat. Embrace Josh. yourselves. I can't wait to, to, for you talking about chapters 25, 26. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 16 to 26. Holy crap. Yeah, we yeah. got this. We got this. Y'all, we have to end the show. We have to go to Comic Con. So if you're at yeah. Calgary Fan Expo this weekend, come say hi to us. We would love to see you in person. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to be at Star Wars Celebration next month. Uh, and then we're going to be at Yeti Con the month after that. So uh, And Dragon Con in September. Uh-huh. Uh, and... Maybe Toronto Fan Expo in August. So if you're going to be at any of those cons, oh God. DM us, let us know. We'd love to see you in person. Uh, we're going to be doing a live Book of Ti- uh, Wheel of Time. No, uh, sorry, a live Star Wars book club. Yes, we're doing the Nerdy Wordy Book Club at Star, Star Wars Celebration. Celebration. It is a special one-off episode uh, about, around the novel Brotherhood yeah. by Mike Chen. Um, and so um, that's, yeah, that's going to be live if you're going to go to Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, and... Um, this podcast is um, technically um, sponsored by something, but I, I don't know what the link is, so I can't say it. We'll say that for next time. So next week, we have a new sponsor for the Nerdy Wordy Book Club, y'all. For next week, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So come next week, and we're, we're going to be announcing something really cool. Yeah. Um, we will actually announce it at the Nightly Morning Show on Monday. So come to the Nightly Morning Show on Monday if you want to find out Smash about that like our button. new opportunity for you for free stuff. Um, no, we are not doing Smut Corner at Star Wars Celebration. We have been asked to keep it. We are not uh, allowed to do Smut Corner G-rated, at Star Wars Celebration. So, uh, yeah. Disney, Disney emailed me to remind me. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, not Disney, Lucasfilm. Uh, someone someone from Star Wars was like, hey, so just a reminder. Just we're remind happy me. to have you at the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be family friendly. And I was like, yeah. All right, we understand. We understand. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Disney. We're not. Okay. We're excited to be there. We're not going to try and break the rules. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. Thanks so much, y'all. Uh, we'll see you guys. Bye. Do something nerdy tonight.